people. He's the cat who's also a people. The cat people. Cat people. He says meow and he also fucks. Look at that cat person. Her boobies are there, and yet she growls like a in a meow meow fashion. Meow 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 meow. I'm a person, but I'm also a meow meow meow. Look at my panther meow meow. Meow 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 meow. Cat of a person. I like to eat the cereal and I also like to eat milk. I am a cat and also a person and people think that I'm a cat person because I meow in their face and make them feel weird and then I have sex with my own pussy. Meow, 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 lick, lick, lick in the pussy, meow, 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 I'm a cat, meow, person, licking that, yum, yum, meow, meow. This is, why? this is top-notch nonsense, and that was my song about cat sex. Cat sex. All right. Well, I mean, it, that was my main question for this. We're, we're, I know. We're reviewing the uh, two movies, Cat People and Curse of the Cat People. And I haven't seen these in, like, you... I think I watched them, like, for with you about, like, I don't know, six, seven I thought you said you hadn't seen ago. Curse of the Cat yeah, People. Yeah, but I, I didn't... Uh, I've seen Cat People with you. I remember watching that with you. Years ago. Yeah, and then... Um, but I've never seen Curse of the Cat People with a little child saying, Oh, you're a ghost cat person. You know, that's what happened. That's what happened. We'll talk about it. But yeah, that's uh, is a cat person. He's going meow, meow. And she, she, she. Because do you think there's a... Why didn't they do a male cat person? Like a guy that turns in because well, the character too more predatory? Well, remember mm. the character went into the um, old Serbian folk tale about how... Old oh, women, yeah. out of jealousy or anger, become cat women. Oh my gosh! So this movie is patriarchy, Bert, because uh, we know now that uh, that's known as PMS week. That's Pussy Mad Syndrome. It's not also known as Cat Mad Syndrome. And so we're uh, it, it, it's not they don't turn into a cat. They just get angry because of menstrual strike cycle stuff. Menstrual, menstrual cycle stuff, and so I guess that was the idea in the 1940s. Let's do something about like power and feminism and like pushing down the lady and you know turning, making her think, making her into this like cru evil like thing of like she's powerful, but you shouldn't trust her because she's a cat lady and she'll you know she'll turn into a cat and then like lick your genitals. I don't I don't know. Is that, that's not what happened. That's not what happened in the movie. We didn't see any not licking. Not this movie. No, no, Maybe no. some movie. Yeah, we, uh, we haven't watched any cat porn. That's, why, I don't even want to get into that. That's weird. I haven't done that, and I haven't thought of that. That's, why'd that go in my mouth? Or out of my mouth? Ah! Ew. Yeah, hairball. Ugh. All right, take that dick out so I can cough up that hairball. Now, uh, <laughs> Wow, this is already getting weird. Okay, well...
I I liked both of them. Yeah, sure. It was uh, you know, a guy a guy just wants to pick up a lady and just wants to hang out with a, a lady, and he finds out, oh my gosh, I have a thing for cat women. You know, right? It's, it's Is what that what happened, babe? Yeah, he said, ooh, look at this lady who's sketching. I'm gonna try and bang her tonight. And, or romance her with my debonair looks. My name is Derlin McRooney, and I'm here to fuck. I'm here to fuck a cat guy. A cat person. Cat woman. Yeah, no. I'm just gonna let this go. <laughs> yeah, you let this go. I'm keep on going. But the, uh, yeah, cat, I mean, I, uh, it, it's very well made. It's very beautiful. It's a, it's a bit of a tragedy. You don't, I mean, you know. Mm, yes. And, um. You know, Val Luton, and you have my main problem with with this movie was that he fell in love too fast. <laughs> it did seem awfully fast, and it didn't give much reasoning for it. Yeah, it just like what are we? Uh, it didn't really tell the time of what was going on, and I was like, oh my gosh, well I guess we're, uh, I guess they're now in love, and I guess they're now getting married. What's it been like a fucking month? Yeah, and that seems again. Very, 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 very quick. That another thing. Tip for all you sigma, delta, alpha, beta, dickhead males out there. You know, after one month, don't go, don't, don't go simping over a cat woman after one month. You know, that's not good. That's not a good idea. Just that's because, good advice, babe. Yeah, exactly. That's what I. That's what I tell all the young men around here. Is hey, hey, if you're gonna fuck, if you're gonna fuck some uh, cat lady, you know, lady who turns into cats, you know, make sure that. Uh, you don't marry her after a month. What are you fucking nuts, weirdo? And you know you don't. And you know I don't want to think of that. I don't. I don't want to think about bestiality. Anyway, but uh, it's, why do you keep bringing it up? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I thought they were going to have sex, but it is 1942. It's not 1982. Well, yeah, I believe this was during the Hayes Code, but also it's part again part of the legend. She's afraid if they even kiss. She will turn into a cat and kill him. Yeah, that's what happens if a cat lady falls in love. Yeah, and we all know that. That's a that's a well known thing. All uh, the cat. Uh, so another rule for you dudes out there: if you're, you know, be careful with the cat ladies. Anyway, but uh, do you want to know what else? Uh, this came out during Christmas on Christmas Day. Cat people it, it, came it out. Came out on Christmas Day, forty two. Yeah. It, Christmas Day, 1942, and here are the movies that you could watch in December of 1942 that were at the movie that you could see. One of them, oh, oh my god, Ding Dong Daddy. It's not a porn, it's a, it's an animation Bleh, about dogs. Um, Army Surgeon, The Black Swan, How to Fish with Goofy. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, uh, Behind the Eight Ball, China Girl, A Night to Remember, American Empire, My Favorite Duck with Daffy, and, uh, and, oh my gosh, Porky Pig, and they're both going head to head. That's, it looks like a My Dinner with Andre situation between Porky Pig and Donald Duck, but they're both pissed off at each other, both like, with both the frowny faces. Uh, the other, Rhythm Parade, Pittsburgh, Madam Spy, White Cargo. That's, that's, that's most cargo. 
I don't know why I said that. That doesn't make any sense. Case of the Missing Hair, starring Bugs Muddy. See, cartoons were really, really big. I guess the, so. In the in the early '40s, which reminds or reminds me of Who Framed Roger Rabbit of the not only the world but what what they were watching in between. You know, newsreels was goofy. Oh yeah, do you think that like was that. because of the war effort, sweetie? Yeah, probably. Uh, rant. They did do put out some. Uh, <laughs> if you've seen the World War Two uh, cartoons, yes, I have of, seen of, some both, of, of both of both Looney Tunes and Disney and all sorts of shit. That's it's a little bit on the. It's a little bit. Hey, Jesus. Um, Jesus, Louise. Random Heart, Lost Canyon. Bellboy Donald. Donald Duck is a bellboy. He's like, has humans saying, hey, get my fucking luggage up to 702. You know. Arabian Nights, Dawn of the Great Divide. Lady from Chungking. Oh, jeez. Reunion in France. Uh, also, a Superman movie came out December 25th, 1942, called oh, yeah? Destruction Incorporated. Wow, that's interesting. And uh, the Sundown Kid, oh, Whistling and Dixie, and Commandos Strike at Dawn. See, these movies don't even seem real. I mean, they don't yeah. even seem real. They're so old, but they're real. I'm, I mean, I'm looking at those fucking posters. They're fucking real. I, I mean, I liked it. This was, I liked how both movies were very short, even though we kept on pausing them and rewinding it. That had a good time like that. It's talking. But, um, it, we got to, uh, I got to, it, uh, the characters felt well developed, it, it, even though the movies were short, I liked how they, um, I, I, I liked how they had their own pace, it didn't feel too slow, it didn't feel too fast. Yeah, that's it felt true. Very yeah, the pacing was good, the lighting was amazing. Gorgeous, gorgeous cinematography, and I was really, and the act, in the acting, she really did act like a, I mean... Not that I, I've met plenty of women. Not many of them have acted like cats, but I'm I'm assuming that that's which. I mean, she acted enough like a cat. In what way? Like you know, I don't know. She was interested in other cats. She was protective of other cats. She was like, she had a, some sort of. Well, she would just go hang out. Emotional in the, weirdness uh... towards a guy that really liked her. Another cat thing, you know. Just like. Exactly. So there you go. So she was cat all, all over. Well, remember, was... cats didn't like her when um, when Oliver gave her the kitten. The kitten was freaked out, and then when she went into the pet shop to exchange it, all the animals freaked uh, out. Freaked out, yeah, because cats understand cats in cats' bodies. Cats get freaked out when they see a cat's energy in a human body. Oh, shit. And I think that's why all of the other cats were fucking freaking out, and all the other animals were fucking freaking out, because they... Animals can tell that other animals are animals. Cats can tell that other cats are cats. But once you look into a woman's eyes and you just see cat energy, if you're a cat, you're going fucking nuts. But I think cats, they, they already think that we are also cats. They yeah. think we're just bigger, clumsy cats. Yeah, but we don't have... But I think the intensity of uh, not realize uh, of something seemed disjointed to uh, through and through cats, you know, that we have some sort of cat energy and that's why they were so repelled that's why all the other cats were so repel repelled by her because they didn't understand how could someone with cat energy and not human energy be in a human body i that's my theory and i'm <laughs> sticking to it it might okay. be bullshit but that that's the only logical i would say very logical uh 
thing to say because how how else to explain them going fucking nuts, you know? So you can't. It's no. just a very No, I guess you're right, babe. Or you know, just that seems the most logical that seems the most logical. Anyway, um this mo- uh, this movie was uh had a budget of one hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars in nineteen forty-two, which is impressive. Is it? Well, that was the whole value thing: is he could make monies on the cheap. Yeah. Um, Cat People's editor had recently worked on uh, the Magnificent Ambersons for Orson Welles. Oh, that's why they reused a lot of the sets for that. Yeah, and uh, you uh, and it was an arc. Uh, it was more. Uh, it was distributed by RKO, so yes. they used a lot of the other fucking shit. Yeah, and it was shot at RKO. The RKO that was on Gower. Yeah, the uh, and I like I like the I like the vibe of a lot of these uh, uh, a lot of these uh, movies by Jacques Tournai or Tournai, uh, who is a Frenchman who uh, who was born in France and died in France. Fascinating. Not really, but okay. At age seventy-three, he died. This director, Jacques Tunier, and uh, he has also directed *To Be Loved*, *To Be Loved*, *The Concierge Daughters*, *The Fear Makers*, *Timbuktu*, *Circle of Danger*, *Berlin Express*, *Experiment Perilous*. Wow, what what fucking words? Uh, Phantom Raiders, Doctors Don't Tell, I Walked with a Zombie. You ever see that movie? I think I have, actually. Yeah, that he, sounds it's familiar. A, it's really, really good. Also, did The Leopard Man. My God, I love The Leopard Man. The Leopard Man, The Leopard Man. Oh, he directed one of my other fav- favorite film noirs, Out of the Past. And that's that's a big one for me. I like that movie a lot. And uh, it's just, I, I just really, I just kind of fell in love with ev- every single moment of this. This was so heartwarming and sad. A real bit, a bit of a tragedy to this movie. Yes, it was very much a tragedy, sweetie. Yeah, thank you. What was the heartwarming part? Well, you know, I like it. I like seeing tra- uh, tragedy kind of warms my heart when it's done well, you know? Really? Yeah. When you say, like, oh my gosh, there's... You can see the emotion in the in the Catwoman and in the regular man. They're the the character of the Catwoman and the regular man. Uh, anyway, let's get let's get into the fucking Simone Simon. Simone Simon. Uh, it, it's a it's a great movie. It's uh you know it's it, and we kind of open up at Central Park uh, uh, Zoo in New York City, and uh, like I said, we we went there. It was it was great. You had a good time. Okay. I'm not just saying that because, yeah. That's... Yeah, and she's drawing the panther, but apparently her job is fashion sketches, so I'm not really sure how that co- correlates. But um... so she's uh, so she's lying about something about like or you know she's she's just hiding that she's a cat person, yeah. But uh, which is you know you don't have to you don't want to out another cat person if you know it's like hey she's a cat person. Oh, what are you doing? Don't tell her that. Don't tell anybody that. She'll let you know if she wants to let you know that she's a cat person. You know, out them. Uh, but yeah, it's and she catches catches the eye of a marine engineer named Oliver Reed, which is 
also an actor's name. Yeah. Oliver Reed. It's not played by it. That would be interesting if Oliver well, Reed was played by Well, isn't it when she takes her sketch and she doesn't like it, so she crumples it up and throws it away, but it doesn't make it into oh, the yeah. paper basket? And he notices that and is like, what's with all the littering? He sh- she should not be littering. I'm, uh, here, I'll do it for her and I'll... Ooh, is she pretty? Oh my, my. Let's... Let's lick that. Let's let's touch that. Let's interact with that person. Lee is the face that my wife gives me sometimes. Lee. But, um, yeah, she... It strikes... They strike up a nice conversation. It's a nice back and forth, you know. And, uh... Irina invites him over to his apartment for tea. Isn't that nice? Yes. It, It seems very forward. I don't know... I don't know about you, but if I was a cat lady, I wouldn't, like, you know. Just invite some rando guy you just met. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You meet a... Yeah, you make sure that you go to a place... If you want to get together, you go to a place where you can... In public, In public, so it's not a big thing. So, you know, this man doesn't kill you, cat lady. Anyway, so, um... And at the apartment, she's... He's... uh, Oliver is fascinated by what's in there just like ooh, there's a statue i'm fascinated by this statue of a medieval fucking fucker you know warrior it was king john she yeah king the whole, john the whole story and it's from syria she's from syria serbia serbia why did i say i wrote down syria not serbia god darn it it's with the b serbia but uh, she she's living she's living in New York City and she wants to know and she tells him the story of yeah King John of Serbia, big scary King John who has like a who's killing a cat for some re- or killing an animal in the statue, at least. Yeah, yeah. It, she talked about how it was um, uh, the cat was the symbol of the evil. E- yeah, of the evil of the Mamluks, the people who. Um, like took over her village and then became Satanist witches and yeah, yeah and, and uh, King John had to get rid of them I suppose. Yes, that's what you do with witches. You you do that. No, no, don't don't kill witches. Just because they believe in a different made up thing than you do doesn't mean you have to fucking stab them with something. But uh, after uh, yeah, witchcraft and devil worship for be- after being in- enslaved by the Mem Memicus, yeah. So he, uh, yeah, anyway, he's the, uh, however, the wisest and the most wicked escaped into the mountains. Oliver is dismissive of the legend, even though Irina clearly takes it seriously. Reading that a little bit from the Wikipedia, but that is, that's what, that's a, she, you can tell that she deeply believes in this folktale. Yeah. In this, in this idea. And, uh. He wants to. He wants to connect with her. He's kind of, kind of smitten for some. And she's pretty, but you know, I don't know why. Why do you think he f- falls so hard for her? Do you think because it's in the script? I mean, other than that, why do you think the character's uh, motivation is to is to do? That? I don't know. It's kind of weird because, yeah, she's pretty, and he just, he keeps talking about how pretty she is and whatnot. Um, and how he's, like, drawn to her. It might be because she's from somewhere else, so she's kind of different. But then he has this kind of, you know, office wife, Alice. And it's like, mm. she's been there the entire time. 
And they end up together, and it's like, well, why didn't you just go out in the first place? Why did you have to get have married, to, married to this poor woman and this make poor her think, cat lady, this trans poor cat, cat woman, lady. and make her think that she's insane for you to realize that you loved your work wife? Yeah, and that's another fucking patriarchy thing. That you know, you don't. That's another fuck up when it comes to dating dudes. Don't don't do that. All right, that's just because you're. You know, you know who you you actually love. Tell that person. Don't tell like some cat lady you're gonna fuck. You know, you have this lust for a cat lady, and I get it. You know, you're a young man. You wanna you know, sow your wild oats with cat ladies. So you know, I get it. But you know, you don't marry the cat lady. Anyway, but, uh, but he does. He marries. But the he cat does. Lady. He marries the cat lady, and only after. I mean, he buys her a kitten. Kitten, fucking. Uh, you know. That goes up. Irina doesn't really want the kitten because hey, she doesn't want any competition. Am I right? Uh, between other cats, you know, trying to love on his on her new bow. But uh, you know, and they go like, "Hey, can we go to the other pet store?" He's like, "Okay, we'll just we'll just exchange it." And uh, this is nice. This is a great pet store where you can just exchange. One animals. Animal for another. I mean, I don't know if this they was a real thing same. in the 1940s. There were monkeys but in that pet store. Yeah. This lady sells monkeys. Yeah. You, you, I mean, I wouldn't want a monkey here, mainly because of Pan, but other, even if we didn't have any cats and I just had a monkey, monkey's never a good idea. No, they're, I think they're, they're too smart, they're Throw too difficult shit. to take care of. I think you're, I think they're illegal. I don't think you're allowed to have them as pets in most states. Well, yeah, the only time because I remember... I think your average person can't take care of one properly. Yeah, uh, properly, unless you're, like, fully licensed as a monkey-taker-carer. Or a zoologist of some kind. Mm-hmm. Zoologist. You have to be a zoologist in order Pro- to own a... I mean, you have to be that or a super famous uh, musical artist who lives on the top of a hill who believes in Peter Pan for you to... Oh, yeah. I don't know. I guess if you're really rich, you can own a fucking chimp or a monkey or something. But then I guess you hire someone to take care of them properly. Yeah. You're not doting on the monkey. Well, we don't know what happened behind the scenes at Neverland. We have some inklings, but, you know, Uh, we don't know if, uh, you know, what was happening, if Bubbles was like, if Bubbles is a witness. The, uh... Let's move on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Bubbles is, is definitely a witness, though. Um... <laughs> and uh yeah she uh, gradually reveals to Oliver that she believes she d- is descended from cat people from the cat people of her village <laughs> and that she will transform into a panther if a if aroused to passion we can't have that's a good way hey you mormons out there you christians who want to you know save your dick till marriage just say you know or save your vagina till marriage. Just say you're a cat person. Thank you. These are all great ideas. I'm not saying no. If you want to... These are great notes for dating. It's like you don't want to have sex with a dude. Say, hey, uh, I might turn into a panther and rip off your fucking gonads. You know, with my uh, my claw, my panther claws. If we, you know, enter into orgasm. Uh, but yeah, it's... He real, but he still he still pushes it to marry. I don't understand this. What that's this is my main problem is that he's so forceful in order to want to be uh, mar- He wants to marry this woman. Yeah, they have this whole conversation 
where he tells her that he loves her and she's just like, you know, I never wanted to love you. I tried to stay away from people. And it's just like, yeah, you guys have known each other a matter of weeks. Like, relax. You, you're allowed to just hang out. You don't have to take it super serious. Yeah, no. And it, you don't have to... You can take your time, all right? You get, you know... Put in like six months to it, at least a year before popping the question of do you want to spend the rest of your cat life together with me? We were together for what, seven years? Six years before you asked me? Uh, it was in shit, yeah. It was like in 2019. We met in 2014. 2014, yeah. And we waited another, yeah, so that's how many? Oh, years? oh that's right, we had to put the wait. Five on. years. So yeah. After being together about five years, we did, I was, you know, whatever, but that's, you don't. You, Minimum a year, I think. Or I don't know. What do you think? It still seems kind of fast to, for me to get married. I mean, I guess it depends on your depends age on the and relationship life experience. And and your, what your yeah, relationship is with yeah, the person. You don't know enough about this girl. She tells you she might be a cat. Uh, she might turn into a panther if you're going to fuck her. And your idea is, I want to marry you so I can so I can be connected to you. What? What? What is going through this guy's brain? I'm not sure, sweetie. He's not, like... He, he likes control. We find out that in the second movie. He really oh, likes yeah, control. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. But he is under... He, he he seems to be under the spell of this young... And she... Both the women in this in this movie are good-looking ladies. But I don't... I mean, I don't understand the obsessiveness at such a quite, quite a thing if he already has a, you know, a, a weird fetish when it comes to cat women. But, you know, anyway... But, uh, yeah, she... So they're married now, and they're having their reception at... A Serbian a, restaurant. Yes, called the Belgrade. Yeah, which so is... So she feels at home. Irena. And, uh, and, uh, walks... Yeah, a cat-like woman walks over, and... Oh, my gosh. Well, it's, it's two, ra two random wedding guests talking, and he's like, Oh, what do you think of that lady? And the other guy looks and is like, Yeah, she looks like a cat. Like, what, what kind of thing is that? Like, the she is a She is a little feline-esque, but, you know, eh, that person over there looks like a cat. They're really so. hammering it hard. Oh, yeah. there's so many cat women in this movie. We all want to have sex with Oh, this is great. Wonderful. Yes, and then this random woman comes up and... Greets her in Serbian. Um, Moya Arena. sestra, my sister. Oh, yes. Moya sestra. But uh, Irina never consummates the marriage. And that is a failure on the dude's part. No, Oliver, she, she's afraid. She's gonna afraid she's gonna panther kill him. Yeah, yeah, rip off his balls with her, you know, her, her claws. Um, yeah, and Oliver is patient and a good... and quote-unquote, a good dude, I guess. Whatever. He's yeah. taking her to a fucking psychiatrist next. Yeah, she asks for, you know, time to be a good wife. Time and to she, be a good she thinks wife. There's, yeah, because she, th she thinks there's something evil in her. And they sleep sep Yeah, they do sleep separately on their first night. But remember how she was talking about how she hears the lions yeah. from her window? And yeah, that night you can especially hear the lions. She's like, oh, it's comforting. Comforting. I like hearing lion noises. That's weird. But yeah. It's just, uh, and, uh, this Dr. Lewis Judd is, is a bit of a, he thinks he has, uh, he, he does a regular thing that most psychiatrists would do. She's not a, really a cat person. She just, you know, there must be some sort of trauma early in her life that makes her think 
and believe in this folktale that she is a cat lady. You know, yeah. that, that's basically... Psychiatrist. Well, uh, like, yeah, a month after their marriage, she visits the panther again. And that's when she sees um, the uh, the zookeeper. The zookeeper that says he's an evil evil critter. Yeah. This is okay. It's like, no, dude, he's in a bare bones cage. He is just bored and pissed off. Yeah. And she's, I guess, seeing... The other panther to just say hello, other panther. Yeah, she's, to really, she's really connect drawn with to this the, panther, and she's the canary. They they exchange the kitten for the canary near the beginning of the film, and she goes to you try and grab it, and just at her touch, it dies. Yeah. So she goes and she tosses it to the panther, just like, well, this bird's dead. Here, you eat it. <laughs> I can't eat it as a cat woman. My husband would think I was crazy. Yeah, yeah, does. that's gonna make her. That's gonna make him want to divorce me. <laughs> Meanwhile, Irina is unhappy that to discover Oliver kind of wants his assistant. Assistant? Co- I would say co-worker. No, that yeah, they're, they're co-workers. I think they do similar jobs. Yeah, uh, Alice. Or, or, or they might very well be doing this, doing the same thing. Yeah, she and Alice kind of said, I love you. I want to be with you. I think you're the coolest. Well, I like this cat lady, I guess. I mean, but I really love you. But I'm married to a cat lady. Let's see how I can fucking deal with this shit. You know? And, uh... Oh, she does say some interesting thing to doc- things to Dr. Judd, though, when she's hypnotized. Yeah, she tells him... This is where we actually learn about, um... The cat woman who changed into panthers out of jealousy or anger. And if she falls in love, she would be driven by her own jeal- her own evil to kill the man she falls in love with. Why a spell would do this, I don't know. This just isn't good for anybody. This accomplishes nothing. No, and her father it just died. makes everything more crazy. Yes, and then her father died in a mysterious accident in the forest before she was born. And that the kids teased her saying that her mom was a witch and a cat woman. Yeah. So, and, that, and that's going to traumatize... Yeah, and so that's why the doctor think, oh, it's, that's what the trauma yeah. is, and that's why she thinks he's she's a cat person. And, uh, yeah, she... Oh, and then, then um, yeah, Irana goes home from her psychiatry appointment, and Oliver's there with Alice just chatting it up. Yeah. And Oliver's just like, At, oh, yeah. at a restaurant, yeah. Sorry. No. Oh, was it? They're at their apartment. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And um, Ollie's just like, oh, yeah, it was Alice that suggested Dr. Judd. He, she said he's real good. And Irena's just like, whoa, you told her about my whole deal? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. That's not okay. A break of trust. It's bad enough she's your work wife, but you don't get to tell her about my psychological shit. Yeah. Don't t- don't you be telling, you know, people outside the marriage that I'm a cat woman. All right? That's personal. That's personal. It's personal cat woman business. Yeah, exactly. I, I I like that uh, Irina saw saw her at one point uh, saw her with uh, Oliver at a restaurant and follows her home. That was kind of cre- that was kind of creepy because she uh, she goes. Uh, well, yeah, that's, that's some of the most famous imagery in the film, sweetie. Yeah, I I, I know it just made me happy and it really did have me thinking. Had us both both fucking fooled that it. Wow, my gosh, that does look like Central Park. Yeah, because of all the um the the art the underground arches and whatnot. You you know, and I Irina tries to explain to Oliver that she's like, yeah, there's some things women just don't want other women to understand. Yeah, and then you know he you know he goes to work and he's talking to Alice and he's just like, oh no, Irina says um. You know, never let me feel jealousy or anger. Whatever's inside me is kept there when I'm happy. And then he finds out later that she never went back to Dr. Judd's. She only went the one time, and he's not super happy about that. 
So he's at work and he's talking to Alice, and he's and this is this is such you know straight cis white male privilege of the first half of the twentieth century. Yes, in twenty twenty three, we would act differently. No, he just says he's like, oh, I don't know what to do. I just I've never been unhappy before. Everything's always gone swell for me. Yeah, yeah must no be nice. shit, Mister Fucking must Made Up nice. Words for a white guy. Yeah, exactly. You cis white. Everything's always just been swimmingly, and I, now I married. This, this is 1942. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's not fun. He thinks it's he's on East Easy Street or East. Yeah, living the life of Riley. But then it's like, then you marry a cat woman after only knowing her a month. That's what you get. Yeah, well, that yeah, you get you get exactly what you wish for. You fucking weirdo. Yeah. But then the Alice, um, she thinks this is her window. Yeah. So then she confesses her love for Oliver, it's and he's just like, idea. oh. Well, but I, I thought I, you know, I thought I loved, I loved Arena. I, you know, he's like, I think I love her, but I mean, I am drawn to her, but I don't really know her. We're strangers. Yeah, that's what yeah. What the, then why the fun. fuck? What, again, back to the fucking original question. Why the fuck after a month? We don't say a month. I mean, I mean, r- wait. roughly, it's not very long. No, they it, don't give us exact timing, but it feels very, very fucking fast, fresh. Yes. And, and we don't really see them do a whole lot. They have, like, two or three conversations. Yeah, exactly. They're, it's not like... They're not clicking right away. She's a cat lady, and he's fucked up about being attracted to a cat lady. There's no, like, real... There's no, like... They they don't both like to, you know, hide their turds, you know? Because they're both, you know, because that's what a cat does. All right. That's what a cat does, <laughs> They don't right? purposely hide it. They just bury them. Yes, I know, but, you know... Hiding slash burying. Okay, yes, I guess you're right because a turd okay, is guess, du- dead. That's why we bury. I guess it as you're right. Cat. I guess they are trying to hide it from predators. That's why they bury it. So I guess, yeah, technically you got me. Um, so Arena is upset, so she goes back to where she feels comfortable to goes to back to see the the zoo panther, and the singing zookeeper accidentally leaves the key in the panther cage like you do when you're a singing zookeeper because that's, you know, that's good for security. But Arena, uh, she sees this and she gives it back to him and she just happens to um, run into Dr. Judd at the Central Park Zoo. And Dr. Judd is, he's starting to get creepy himself. He's starting to, you know, become, because he just walks up, he doesn't say, he doesn't say hello, he doesn't like introduce, he just he just walks in the frame and starts talking to her, like, hey, yeah, this is a conversation that uh, is, I'm not going to mention your name, I'm just going to keep on, just going to approach you and talk to you. It didn't, it didn't seem right. That was the... Well, yeah, he well, he saw her um, return the key, and he just says weird things like, oh, you resist temptation. There is a psychic need to release evil on the world, and we're all drawn to death. Yeah, he's but, just being a total creep. And it feels like he, he might also say, but, you know, women are naturally, you know, attracted to the evil, and that's why we, th- he has that type of vibe about him. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know if the... Say, I know this is a movie and it's all bullshit, but I'd like to see whether or not uh, the logic of, you know, if the rule was in context of like uh, when in ni- in the early 1940s that the rule about psychiatrists out seeing your patients outside in the wild, for lack of a better phrase. <laughs> um, because they're at the zoo, I guess. Yeah, uh, and also because she's a cat lady. The uh, if going out there and well, I th- I thought you're uh, you're supposed to notice them. They won't approach you. 
you have oh, to I'm approach sure them that. because they will not respond unless you reach out to them. They will never sense. reach out to you because people, of your yeah. because of your privacy. Yeah, that's how it is nowadays. Because uh, or or at least that's when it was when I was doing some psychologist stuff of like you find out or going to see a psychiatrist you see oh wow it's good to see a psychiatrist the psychiatrist is not going to come up to you because he doesn't want to embarrass you in front of your that makes sense. that totally makes sense if you're with somebody or if you're in a fucking funk you don't want to be like whatever you don't want to be uh but if you come up and see your psychiatrist you're the one who has to engage first in order for him to do that if you're already in that type mm. of relationship. Yeah. So I'd be curious whether or not that was a rule in the early 40s already. Or if that is just more of a modern thing that's only happened in the past three or 30 years or so. Not sure. Just a note. 1970 was when ethics came into psychiatry. Oh, we're going to do it. Oh, we got to make sure we're on the up and up. It's 1970. The hippies are getting out of control. Let's put some ethics down for this type of stuff that is known as psychiatry. It's where I look at you and I tell you, you're not crazy. Here's some pills to make you certainly not crazy. Woo! But, uh, something to think about. But, yeah. Uh, and also, yeah, he is a creepy guy. It feels like he's being... Di he's got, like, a, a flair for, like, you know, creepy type of James Bond villain type of shit. You know, you've noticed, you know. But that's... He's type of like, hello, let me tell you about this, and let me not even say your name, and just keep on talking. It's just... It just rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, he's... He's he's a kind of a bit of an unsavory character. But then, you know, Irana gets back to him, and she says, you know, well, when you speak, um... Of the soul, you mean the mind, and there's nothing wrong with my mind. So leading us to believe that what she believes is that, that there is something wrong with her soul. That's the evil inside her. Yeah, the cat, uh, the cat soul. That's evil inside yes, her. Yes, cat soul. I think she should. Uh, I and I didn't see. I guess in the second movie we're going to talk about that she had become at peace with being a trans cat. You know, a trans cat person. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, a trans species cat person. Uh, uh, whereas when she was alive, and we know uh, when she's alive and dealing with it, she doesn't seem to be very. It, she she doesn't seem to be at peace. It seems like two warring identities in her. Oh, uh, Oliver also runs into Doctor Judd because oh. that motherfucker just gets all over town. Yeah, he's... runs into everybody he's ever known. Every when day. is when are these people going to actual work? And we don't know what what he, what's his work again. I freaking forgot what he, what does he, he do? works in um. In boating. Somehow. Oh yeah, marine engineer. I yeah, fucking said it. But what yes. the? F I mean, like, because he's obsessed with boats. Yeah, but they're not. They're not at the marina. They're in a fucking office in the middle of. Well, yeah, because yeah. they're because they're doing design work, sweetie. Yeah. Oh, fun. Well, that makes more. Congrats. Yeah, that makes more sense. Useless. Okay. Well, where do you think they design boats, babe? <laughs> you know, not. I mean, on, you would think they would design a boat on a boat. But, you know, I guess, oh yeah, let's do it in a fucking office. But, uh... Office boat. Yeah. That, you yeah, yeah. know. But, uh, here we go. Oh, and then, and he's bitching at Arena for not communicating properly. Yeah, that, and... Shut, you're the married, you're the one who married this cat person, alright? You should have known that, what type of communication you are dealing with when you marry a cat person after one month, you fucking weirdo. Right. Yeah, and then Oliver's like, well, that's what I told Alice. It's like, dude, yeah, you might want to, like, you know, Irana uh, says, yeah, I know I haven't been, you know, forthright with you and whatnot. He's like, yeah, that's what I told Alice. It's like, yeah, no, don't bring up the work wife. 
Stop that. Stop bringing up her name. There's no real reason for any of that, and especially it's going to fuck with her head even more, especially yeah. after all the shit she's seen over the past couple of fucking weeks, or ever, however long. Yeah, so then Oliver goes to a cafe called, and I don't know why, Sally Lungs. That was, that's a weird, that, I've never heard of that. I, yes, before. I don't, I don't understand. I know it's a made up, but I don't, I've never heard of that in any historical thing in New York or anything. That seems like, that seems like a, uh, like a place to buy cigarettes, not necessarily. You know, <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah, yeah, you go down to Sally Lungs, you get yourself a pack of fucking new ports. Uh, unless it's Sally Lungs, that apparently No, is some... it's, uh, Sally Lungs sounds better. What, there's a so Sally, Sally Lund. Lund is a is a um a certain kind of bun, yes, like a certain kind of bread. Yeah. So that would they make married sense. the bread, uh huh. But um the uh, the subtitle says Sally Lungs, and I'm like, what the fuck? That's inappropriate. I'm gonna I'm gonna let's see if bring... Sally Lungs is still open in New York City. <laughs> Next time we go, go down to Sally Lungs, get ourselves a fucking pint. I'm going to pretend that it's Sally Lungs. I'm going to pretend it's Sally Lungs. Okay. Uh, because that's that what is, it was. That just, that's not, <laughs> it ru- it that rubs not you the wrong way, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it sure does. Well, it should. It's Sally Lungs. You don't go to... Like, yeah, that is not appetizing. No, it's not. When I think of, again, like I said, a fucking cigarette store where you can get Newports. Yeah, but you don't want to think about your lungs when you're buying cigarettes. No, but, you know, I mean, it's it's hard. After, I mean, during the war. People, you know, people are coming down, coming back from tours from World War II. War's not necessarily over yet. Now, how are you going to fucking get on with your life? Everything is shitty. You know what? There's even a store called Sally Lungs that sells cigarettes. Oh, my God. Life sucks in the early 1940s. You know, fuck those goddamn Nazis. And now I have to fucking kill myself buying cigarettes for a place called Sally Lungs. All right. Um, (laughs) So he orders um, a piece of apple pie and a coffee, you know, to avoid going home. But, um... The uh, the waitress, she really, really wanted to sell him some of that chicken gumbo, which I admit sounds really fucking good. Yeah, even then. Or then, yeah. I, I, and, it, and she said, who doesn't like chicken gumbo? And I said, ooh, I like chicken gumbo. Yeah, you did say that. <laughs> well, because Alice comes too, and, you know, she's like, do you want some chicken gumbo? And Alice is like, no. And she's like, well, she's like don't nobody like chicken gumbo? And I'm just like, I don't know, man. It sounds pretty damn good. That's, yeah. I, chicken gumbo has never been more delicious. Oh, but, but, um, that, yeah, that's before Alice, but that's before Alice, before Alice gets there, Alice is, she's all by herself at the office. Yeah. She's late, working late. She's this the only so, one there. This is creepy. This is a yeah. great sequence. I like that. This is probably one of the best sequences in the movie, I, I'd say, or the most sus, sus, quote unquote suspenseful. Yeah. So, Irena calls the office. I'm guessing, do you think that she was calling for Oliver to see if he was working late because he's not at home, he's at Sally Long's having pie and coffee? Yeah. Or is she already trying to fuck with Alice? I I think it's a bit of both. She knows that he's at Sally Long's and... uh, Wait, does she know? I I thought she did. Irena, does she know? Is that why she's calling the office? I, I, it, it, it might be just kismet. I might be wrong. I thought she did, but, uh... It, it, it anyway, she seems determined to want to fuck with. Well, anyway, so Al- Alice answers the, Alice the phone, and um, Irena doesn't say anything, and then hangs up. 
So that that cre- that creeps Alice out. Yeah. Um, she tells the office cat they have an office cat named John Paul, John, John Paul Jones. Jones. Yes, because it's a it's a they're shipping engineers. Very clever. <laughs> so fucking silly. I um. Like that. Tells the office cat goodbye, and then she's off to Sally Long's. And she also doesn't order the chicken gumbo. Another another mistake in this movie. No one is ordering the chicken gumbo. Yeah, I know. And, you know, they chit-chat for a bit, and then they they kind of walk home, and she she's like, no, I don't need you to walk me all the way home, Oliver. I'm a big girl. I can, I can get I home can, on my I own. I can do it on my own, yeah. And, and then she just says, oh, yeah, that's what makes me dangerous. I'm the new type of other woman. And it's like, oh, dude, you straight up just said I am willing to have an affair with you. Yeah, that's... Even though you're married. He's so... I know this is for the whole plot of the movie, but, you know, just bail on your cat. Why? I mean, you don't don't marry your cat, a cat woman, and then, especially if you're already having these feelings. Because it's it's clear that they that they click much better, and they have more easygoing yeah, and relaxed. Yeah, they're both obsessed with boats. And they, they both have, they both, they're both on the fucking same page. Whereas you're married to a cat woman who's like freaked out about having sex with you because she's going to fucking, she's going to fucking hurt your body. And, uh, anyway, it's just, it, it, but he's willing to do it so quickly. That's what bothered me is like, he didn't have any like moral quandary yeah, about that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, he really didn't He was like, very... I guess I love you now. Okay, Great. I did nothing wrong morally. Just what the fuck, dude? So yeah, anyway, we get to we get some really good horror imagery here. Um, so yeah, they split in their walk their separate ways, and Arena she I guess was out looking for Oliver, but decides to follow Alice down a dark street that looks like it's in Central Park. So Alice walks walks faster, and then you know it's the thing where they build tension, build tension, build tension. Luton's bus stops. <laughs> Luton's and Alice bus. gets on it. Yeah, it's uh, and uh, yeah, it's it, it's great. I I like that bus. Just wanted to say that. But you like the bus itself, or you like the technique? I like the technique, and I like but I mean, I like random buses showing up, fucking with characters. That's what makes me happy. <laughs> what is going on? Alrighty. 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 Then, as, as Mr. Curry used to say. So then Arena, she gets back to their apartment, tells Oliver not to touch her. And he and Oliver, I guess he just feels shitty for staying out so late and not calling. Yeah. Which, you know, not not great. Not great. He says, forgive me. And she's just like, yeah, I forgive you. And then she takes a bath and cries. So she knows exactly what's up. Which is, you know, sad. I mean, this is just a sad relationship movie. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, very, it's pretty depressing. I, I forgot how much of uh, a relationship movie this is yeah it's not necessarily really a horror movie because there's just only a handful of creepy sequences the, yeah the um the one that really jumps out to me cat person jump but uh jumps out at me like a cat is uh is the pool when she when she j- gets into the pool we're getting there yeah that's that's one of the scariest moments all right yeah we'll get yeah, we're, we're almost there actually yeah. so all three of them uh, Irena, Oliver, and Alice there at some sort of a Mariner Museum. Yeah. Um, and Oliver and Alice are bonding over paintings and replicas. And Irena's bit pissed off about this. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she, 
She like wants to be part of it, but then Oliver's like, "Hey, why don't you go? You go look at the other thing that's downstairs." And she's like, "Don't send me away." He's like, "Well, I didn't want to send you away. I just don't want you to be bored." Here. And it's yeah, and it's just like, dude, if she's bored, let her do her thing. But you know, if she wants to be with you, let her look at boats. Yeah, I mean, just <laughs> it's so sad. It's so sad. But Irina yeah, had enough, and she, like, and she bails. Rejected. And then it's. I'm not, I don't know, time is very strange in this film. I don't know how much later it is. Yeah. But Alice shows up at, is it, is it a hotel? Is this apartment, her apartment building? building? That's yeah. her apartment building? Swimming okay. pool on, uh, the, use the, uh, what I'm reading from Wiki is that it's, it's the, decides to use the basement swimming pool of her apartment building. Which wow. isn't, which is isn't super clear. Yeah. Which isn't yeah, super it's, clear it's in the movie. I just, I didn't know, I thought it was like some sort of gym, where else that would that be? And I wasn't really sure uh, yeah, what the place would be. Some, some yeah. sort of health club, especially since this was New York City. Or um, supposed to be. Or, yeah, I didn't, supposedly. I didn't know basement swimming pools were a thing. That sounds scary I mean, like, fuck. there's probably... I, I like I'm, swimming, but I'm not going into your basement pool. That's well, no, just, I mean, I'm sure there's... Ba I mean, I've never... I, I, that's something to look up. But uh, whether or not there's a basement pool in New York, uh, basement pools in New York City, as far as, as, far as uh, that is concerned. Okay, so swimming pools have been carved into basement floors of townhouses and apartment buildings in New York City for decades. Okay, so that's a real, okay, good, real thing, or whatever. Oh, but this looks like it's like some newfangled stuff. These actually look pretty cool. Well, yeah, next time we go, we should see what the fuck is up. Oh, so, so yeah, it's like, it's it's just it's a private swimming pool. I don't, yeah, that's kind of, that's just kind of interesting. But, yeah, this gnarly indoor swimming pool. Just, I'm going to have a night swim in the basement. And, I mean, as you do. I mean, as if you, you have, I mean, if you have it, that, how lucky, how ritzy. All these fucking white people. All right, just getting. You have this is uh, if they remade this and they did, but they remade it. It was a different. The Schrader version is a, di it, it, a different. It, 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 it's a different. It's a completely different story. Oh, but right. it's the same. It, it's similar themes that go much darker. Mm. But the uh, but um, it but uh, I would really really want to go to a underground pool. That would be really cool. And yeah, it, ritzy, wealthy uh, people have swimming pools in their basement apartment complex in in Manhattan, yeah. which is you know. So we know how it, uh, how ritzy and wealth wealthy these people are. I mean, are. we think this is supposed to take place in New York. We might be wrong. No, it, it's like, New York. It it's seems New York. like it's supposed to. Okay. It, I mean, where else do you get the fucking? Even though it was shot in L.A., uh, just over the hill from us. It was, it, you, nowhere else are those fucking tunnels, uh, those tunnels of, of New York City in the park. Nowhere yeah, else do they have that. The, yeah. the zoo is, there's a zoo in the park. This is, this is made to be New York City. Okay. So that, I mean, it makes sense. You just looked up basement, you know, swimming that's, pool. Oh, that's so, true, again, New York City. So they just didn't have enough money to shoot in New York or well, whatever which the makes fuck. Sense, yeah. Which makes sense. And why would you fly 3,000 miles anyway when you can build most of this shit. But yeah, this is very clearly New York. 
Okay. It's just, okay. So yeah, Alice is swimming, and the lighting is really cool because it's it's kind of dark, but there's some light, and you see wa you know water and all these reflections, and we hear panther sounds, and yeah, yeah, she's like walking to the pool, and she hears the panther sounds, and it's like, what the fuck is that in a basement? But she jumps right in, and she's not worried about it. But then she hears more panther sounds, and now she's bothered by it. Yeah, she is being stalked by some sort of animal. Yeah, so we just see it's just her in the pool screaming in the dark, and we don't know what's going on, but we're hearing some weird noises. And eventually, when Alice does scream for help, the the, the light, the arena appears. Yes, Irena turns on the light and goes, "Hello, hi. What? What? Why are you freaking out?" <laughs> that type of energy, not not exactly those words, but. Yeah, well, yeah, she's just like, uh, um, what's the matter, Alice? Where's Oliver? Yeah. And Alice is just like, uh, we waited for you at the museum. You'll probably find him at home. So it's like, it's like, oh, we waited for you at the museum. You didn't show up. He's not, he's not worried that his wife just left. He just probably went home and I went for a fucking swim. We're not worried about you at all. Yeah, no, we didn't really think of you at all. Again, putting this woman yes. down, she already is a woman, she already is a cat woman who's having real fucking problems with, you know... With her life, and she's she's the two forces in her are battling. There's the human part of her and the quote unquote evil cat part of her, whatever, and they're battling within her soul. And also, she's got to deal with her asshole of a husband, who's quote unquote emo uh, more or less emotionally cheating on on her yes, with Alice, having uh, heavily affair, emotionally yes. having an emotional affair, hardcore, and not just whatever, but like like they might have. The rest of their life together. I, I'm sorry. This guy is a real fucking douchebag. I, I, yeah. And if I, if I, if I married a cat woman, and you are a cat woman. Let's just say you're, you also can turn into a cat. Wow. I would, yeah, a come, ooh, baby. But uh, yeah. the, uh, uh, but uh, was that you, bud? That was me. Oh, I, it just sounded like Pan. Yeah, I know. I imitate him all the time. Okay, but it was um. But I would take care of my cat woman, especially if I had, if I had, if you were a cat woman and I could take care of you, I'd say, hey, woman. You would be a great Batman. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am, I am a much more interesting Joker. The, uh, or, no, I wouldn't yeah, even say Yeah, but Joker doesn't take care of cat I, 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 yeah, well, no, he takes care of, yeah, we all know he takes care of yes. himself because he's a selfish lover. Yes. Joker is a selfish lover, hot take. <laughs> that's not canon. Harley Quinn. I mean, Harley Quinn. I mean, Harley Quinn's a wild girl, a uh, wild lady. All right, and uh, he's you know they have a volatile relationship. I don't know if he is that generous of a lover. All right, back okay. to cat. Back, like yeah, no, I, I, I mean, let prove me wrong. People who are listening. Oh, to and us. then the um, I guess the pool manager or whoever you know um. Alice asks for a rope, and she brings it to her, and it's, like, ripped to shreds. Like, it was a giant claws. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's scary. Oh, my. So Panther Arena was there, we are led to believe. I, uh, after an appointment <laughs> with Dr. Judd, Irina, you know. Oh, yes. Yeah, that appointment, that, uh, Irina tells Oliver that she is no longer afraid. Oh, no, remember, um, Alice goes to Dr. Judd because they know each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry, I got a little... And she basically tells her that she believes Arena's cat people's story, and she's like, twice I've been followed by something that tried to kill me. 
And it was, and I'm like, yeah, it was probably Katarina. And then Dr. Just just like, well, why would she want to harm you? And Alice is like, well, I'm in love with her husband. So there you go. But, you know, Dr. But Dr. Just... <laughs> we're so blatant. My God. Again, this would be a nice soapy... This would be a nice, silly, yeah. soapy kind of remake. You could do this as a... As a new streaming TV movie of like doing this because there's a lot of quote unquote I hate to say this I'm gonna get killed for this even the people who are listening there's just some catty behavior between all of these people they're very is very they're sniping at each other they're just being very um, emotionally reckless with this yeah. uh, with uh, Alice and Mr. Oliver Reed Mr. Dickhead who doesn't know how to take care of his fucking wife what a fucking piece of shit and. Uh, he just, uh, he doesn't care. He decides to just, hey, I'm also going to kiss you. I don't damn my marriage to my cat wife. Fucking goddamn loser. I've been so pissed off about it. So Dr. Judd kind of plays it off as if he doesn't believe any of it. Yeah. Which is like, okay, so... He's so trying Alice to play... believes the cat people story, but then they're still going on treating Irena like... She ha she's mentally ill. That bothers me. But then Dr. Judd is just kind of playing it off, saying things like, um, oh, she fears the past. You fear the present. She has a strong imagination. You have a stronger conscience. He's just talking out his ass. Yeah, he's just spewing some fucking, you know, you know, Jordan Peterson adjacent horseshit. Just this kind of like, ugh, this is this. And very, very, there's some very weird, uh, toxic masculinity ideas in some of these. And some of his spewing. It feels like fucking hokum, to use a phrase from the 1940s. Ah, yes. But but yes, then Arena also goes back to uh, Dr. Judd. And, mm. you know, she's telling him more about, you know, her her fears. And, you know, and she's like, oh, he's like, okay, so you think if your husband kisses you, so they haven't even kissed yet, that you'd kill him. And he's like, well, what if I were to kiss you? What and type? I'm like, whoa, is he just straight up coming onto his patient? Because I'm pretty sure even in the 40s, That's that was no, no. not kosher. And also, so you, you're you're in love with this cat woman. This this is the type of fucking incel this character out Oliver Reed is. You're not having sex with her? You want to take care of her like a patriarchy man, patriarchy bird man, and you're like, I don't, I want, I want, it, it just, you, you don't have sex with her, don't kiss her, you you're supposedly in love with her. How fucking, how fucking Mormon fucking weird incel bullshit well, well, is Lorraine this? Well, Lorraine is just, afraid to do I any of these know. things because she's afraid she's gonna kill Oliver. And it's like, why not just not well, be married then and just hang out? Yeah, don't be her friend, and then you learn what fucking turns her on. So maybe she won't like turn into a fucking panther and eat, a, a panther and eat your fucking neck. Um, and then yeah. Arena's just like, uh, yeah, I just know I don't want you to kiss me. Yeah. He's just like, not into that. <laughs> do, you, do you think her kisses tasted like cat kisses? Like, I mean, like when she, if she was going to kiss him. What do cat kisses taste like? Well, just how cat, it, when Pat licks us or tries to give us kisses. <laughs> Who the fuck is Pat? Pan, pan not Pat. Ugh. When Pan <laughs> yeah, kisses us. when Pat comes over and kisses us both. Pan. God damn it. Yeah, marijuana. All right. Like your girlfriend, Penny? I don't, there's no fucking girlfriend, you fucking weirdo. Pan, if when he fucking licks her fucking mouth, what is it? Do you think that... Oh, God damn it, you asshole. All right. But Irina, do you think Irina 
would taste like that to Oliver, and that's probably the giveaway. Not. That's the giveaway. No, that's how she not. would know. Ooh, okay, that's how I definitely know that she's a cat. No, you can tell a cat kiss not so much by taste, but by texture. Yeah, well, by uh, uh, by their tongue. You want to see how fucking delicate the the tongue of the Irina is? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't, I don't know about taste, but they know what her perfume smells like. They mentioned that. Yeah, Bulgari. <laughs> the, uh, no, no, it's it's Tom Ford. Um, but... Um, oh, and Tom then, you know, Dr. Judd's like, okay, now you're that close to real insanity. He basically threatens to have her put away for observation. Yeah, that's not, again, this, none of this is cool. She has no agency, this Catwoman. You know, and then of course we get 1992 when Batman returns a Catwoman. Then we have Halle Berry's Catwoman. But you know, this is an actual Catwoman. She has, but you're not giving her agency. It's also because it's the 1940s, so they're not trying to give her agency. Well, yeah, and he, you know, he tells her, you know, get rid of all, you know, you you have pictures of cats all over your freaking house. Get rid of all this nonsense. Stop believing your stories and lead a normal life. You are a person. You are not a cat. Psychiatrist wouldn't be a thing. Thank you, Toady Cat Robbins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's telling me what to do. So, Irina goes back home and tells Oliver, you know, I went back, back to Dr. Judd's office and I'm no longer afraid, so I guess it worked. Being threatened into being put away for observation worked. Yay! And it's like, oh shit, they're gonna put me away, I'll be normal. Um... <laughs> And, you know, Oliver is just like, well, I'd have been the happiest man in the world if you told me that a little while ago. He doesn't say how long ago. Just a little while ago. It could have been a day. It could have been an hour. We don't know. But he says, you know, I love Alice and I'll give you a divorce. It's just bing, bang, boom. You could have done this like a fucking hour ago, a month ago. If you would have told me yesterday, we'd have been fine. Yeah. Today, fuck this mess. Yeah. It's too little too late, you fucker. Now you're going to have to deal with my catness. So now the three of them are at Sally Lungs, Alice, Oliver, and Dr. Judd. <laughs> Dr. Judd. Yeah. <laughs> I love his name. So Dr. Judd's all like, well, you know, I, you know, either have her Randa put away or have your marriage annulled. And Alice is just like, why is she speaking for Oliver? I'm not sure here. Yeah. But it's, she's just like, well, you know, it's hard on Ollie either way. And then, um, great line, Dr. Just says, well, the law says you can't divorce an insane person. If they are declared <laughs> mentally unfit... You must stay married to them. Thank you, 1942. Or get an annulment. Like, I don't know what the... I, I don't annulment. Know. Because they... Didn't I, they say annulment? Yes, yes, I, yeah, yes. So you can get an annulment or you have to stay married to them. You can't do divorce proceedings. Is that because, like... She's a cat lady. It's because she's a cat is that is that is that before they had, like, um... You know, irreconcilable differences and yeah, there might that might have been, and, and like, court was legally required and if you can't stand in court, you can't get divorced, that type yeah. of thing? Yeah. Yeah, there might have been some fucking weird rules when it comes to that fucking shit. Different no, no fault divorce. I, I mean, no contest divorce doesn't make any no sense. No contest. Nobody's fault, and it wasn't a contest. We both all lost because we're True. not in a relationship anymore. Here, here, ding, ding. Sadness. So, Alice and Oliver are working late in the boat office again. Yes. Not an office on a boat, mind you. No, just the boat office. Yes, an office where they design boats. And the phone rings again, and there's no one on the other end. And Alice is scared. She's pretty sure it's Arena again, because she's like, this has happened before. And the, and they're like, okay. Yeah, they're like, fuck this mess. Yeah, they bail. They're scared. And then we see a panther in the lobby of the office building. Oh, my gosh. 
And they both think that this panther is Arena. And it's like, okay, so you believe this woman has turned into this panther. And you are still going to put her away because you think she's crazy, even though you think she's a panther. So either you're all crazy or she's a cat lady. Yeah, exactly. One of, one of these two things. And, I, and this is actually some really cool imagery here. He, um, he picks up a, a T-square, um, and we just kind of see it in shadow. I guess he's going to possibly use it as a weapon if he must. Yeah. It's just a T-square. And, yeah, he picks it up in a... in. And we just see it in shadow. So it is, it is very crucifix-like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he says, you know, in the name of God, leave us in peace. So I'm like, okay, nice symbolism. I get what you're doing. Um, and then the panther does. Apparently this is kind of a religious thing. Yeah, I guess. But then, you know, Alice is like, oh, do you uh, do you smell uh, Irena's perfume? And they're like, you know, the other's like, yes, yes, I do. So now they know it was panther Irena. And Alice is just like, I need a drink. Yeah, it's it's just sad how they treat a cat person. I think we sh- they should have rights. Anyway, um, thank you. So now Aran is with Dr. Judd, and he's being creepy and does kiss her. Yeah. And then she gets creepy and kind of goes for him, and she, um... And he, then... He, yeah, he grabs, he grabs his cane to try and, I guess, whack her, but instead he knocks over a lamp because he's an old clumsy man. And then, then she just turns into a panther and mauls him. And just, she, she's goodbye, had, Dr. Judd. creepy shit. Yeah. She's had enough. Exactly. Doctors, don't kiss your your patients with that frivolity, of, especially if they're cat people. Yeah, so it's just like, yeah, that's what you get for being a creepy doctor, Dr. Judd. Yeah, you get eaten yeah, by a cat lady. Don't take advantage of your mentally ill patients who meow, also meow. happen to be cat people instead ah. of being mentally ill. Oh. So Alice and Oliver Chew show up, and Arena's a human again. Yeah. But they they do all still believe that she is a cat person, and he breaks up with her anyway, even though she's not crazy. <laughs> so fucking sick. And, um, yeah, uh, they see that his sword cane was broken in half, so they then they're like, oh, we better go get Arena. Because they, belie- they believe that Arena, she was gone by the time all, uh, Alice and Oliver showed up. Yeah. So I don't know what the cane symbolized, that they're like, oh, it must have been her. So we must go find her. She's supposed to have the other half of this cane. Is that what we're thinking? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, something like that. I may have missed something. I'm kind of a dum-dum. And, oh, Arena's just chilling with the zoo panther again. Um, And she's opening the cage. And this panther knows something's up. It is, uh, it's not too pleased to be seeing Miss Arena. No, and uh, this is where we had to rewind a little bit. Yes, I was taking notes, and I got a little lost. A little lost. So, uh, yeah, opens she opens the panther's page with the stolen key. <laughs> opens the panther's cage. What the? What did I say earlier? You said open the panther's page. <laughs> open the panther's page. Ooh, that's Sergeant Pepper's only Hearts Club band. Um, <laughs> Jesus, weirdo. The panther's page. Okay. With the stolen key and is struck down by the escaping Which panther. She gave she gave that key back to the zookeeper and what she stole it again. She in stole like a scene it again. That we didn't yeah, see. I believe. Okay, yeah. so that so we've established that. And yes, she is struck down by the escaping panther. Which also don't let panthers loose in in NYC. But only bad things will happen to them. And then is is a de- and then that panther is run over by a car which is yeah it, yeah it leaps over the zoo fence and it immediately gets hit by a taxi well yeah you're just that's why panthers like, have to if you're good if a panther is gonna live in new york it has to live in the zoo it just has to yeah 
Also. So, next to the Panther's cage. Oh no, Oliver and Alice, they find out that a dead, a dead panther lying there. And it's Irina. Ooh. And Oliver says, she never lied to us when we lied to what well, implication being while well, we lied and cheated and fucked with her head the entire fucking time and also ignored her and made her feel stupid and yeah. all that fucking crap. And uh that's that's the movie. That was that was insane. That was great. That's pretty complex for for 42. Yeah, it's uh what do you think of have you so you saw a couple of other Val Luton stuff other than these two. You've seen the uh, have you? Uh, well, I I would I would actually need to see a list. Yeah, uh, he did. Wa- I wa- I walked with a zombie. Oh, the yeah. leopard man. The seventh victim. I really like the seventh victim. The ghost ship. The curse of the cat people. Mademoiselle Fifi. Youth runs wild. The body snatcher. Isle of the dead. I I gotta rewatch that. I like that one a lot too. And bedlam. Uh, yeah, he wrote, uh, uh, wrote a whole bunch of, he wrote, uh, some stuff as well. Uh, oh. He has a novel called No Man of, No Man of Her Own from 1932. He's, uh, also put together movies like My One, My Own True Love and Please Believe Me and Apache Drums. You know, he worked, uh, as an uncredited editing assistant on 1937's A Star is Born. So oh, wow. he's been in the he's been in the game a, a long, yeah, time. long time. And uh Martin Scorsese has a documentary on him that was released in 2007. You know, Stanley Kramer uh you know, off you know, wanted to give him an offer to work as an assistant produce as producing a series of films at Columbia Studios, you know. He's he's done a lot of great stuff. He's uh and oh yeah, in in the uh, Kirk Douglas's character in The Bad and the Beautiful, which I also really want to do for this pod, uh was based on on uh, on Luton. Oh, interesting. So that'll that'll give you some stuff that we can look at. But yeah, it's uh he's a he's a really really great director. I've only seen like Val- yeah, this Val Luton? Yeah, a real, not director, but like producer, producer. shit. And uh, there's a very specific to both these movies that we saw. There's a very specific um, tone yes. and yes, teeth and the type. And I like how all, uh, all the themes were as subtle as they could be for 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 like uh, for the night for 1942. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just. Really made really made me happy. I like I like this movie a lot. Whew. Uh, but here we go. Oh, and you gotta see this guy's face. <laughs> this guy's face. Well, he was born in Russia in 1904. Yeah, and he's Jewish. But son of a moneylender. Uh, that's none of that is relevant. Oh no, I'm just telling you he's Jewish and he's a son of a moneylender and a and uh, a pharmacist starter. Anyway, hmm. which yeah. is interesting. There you but, go. Uh, yeah. And his oh, family... Oh, so he, he wrote for newspapers, magazines, novels, pornography, etc. He did it all. Yeah. And he his family converted to Christianity, which is an insane thing to fucking do, but all right, cool. Anyway, it just seems like a cool dude. All right, I guess, I guess now we're going to go to the next segment, which is uh, notes out of context. These are notes that I say uh, that I have written down. I may not... Uh, 
read them all that well because oh shit, Val Luton was the nephew of Alan Azimova. Yeah, he was. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, very awesome. Notes without context. Drawing the kites are very pretty. Poetic, uh, po- poetic warning at the zoo. He, he's used to approaching this artist. Always a big guy with a musical instrument. Syria? No. I said that one. I wrote that wrong down wrong. Life is so simple to most over 40. First <laughs> anal friend? A lot of at the apartment. Natural and soothing boobs. I like the dark. It really gets me horny, King John. Magna Carta on my on my seesaw and all that hot stuff. Not really a cat. The people change the marmalade. I wrote that down too, Panny. Bowing down to Satan. Oh no! Legend has it the village where I was born looked like a tomato for dinner. A tomato for dinner. Cat's, uh, cat sweet, cat screeching from a box. Kitty seems frustrated. Out. Well, it played with Ap- Alice. Wait, is she a cat person? A canary? Where will that be? In a coal mine? What stupid bullshit I wrote there. You clout chaser. My cat, my cat fooled another cat. Cats, no cats. Gotta be easy. Deal easy. Real easy. Love already? Jesus Christ. Dead at the mountaintop. What the fuck? That doesn't make any sense. But things... uh, uh, Buddy things fairy tales. You can trust me. I'm Oliver Reed. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm an old man who likes to smoke. Mastodon... You crazy ids. Dollar and cents. I don't have a dollar and she don't have any cents. Ooh, misogyny. Sounds so rhymy. Does sound rhymy. I'm going to beg you. There's something in it for me. Midnight arena. That's when I gotta change. My e- Those evil critters want again in my tunnel. Tunnel of legends. Ooh, look at that leopard. He's listening to that bullshit song. Going early, fast as far as fast as far as dead can bird it. The there, that cat called Slurry is good. Sh- oh, Sherry is good. Happy, they need to work. They woke them. His hands happy. I had to. Howling was yonder town. Her before this, cure your bucket of belief with a psychiatrist? I don't want want one, that cheap prick. When it comes to mental health, I'm into hypnosis. Cat women, out of jealousy or out of anger, trans into a nothing. Oh my god. Alec has food in it. Women don't want after... 
Women don't want other women to understand. Ooh. A joint arrest. I guess I didn't think Dave near the streets to mash you up. I'm a weirdo, breakid. I've never been angry before. No. Mom, why are you crying? I give you lovies. I don't know. You should love married you, co-worker. I have to be connected. We'll never to forget. Critters! A psychic need, no introduction, was batter in a ponderous mood with the cheater clever, pacing with the wanted sadness, drifting apart. Alice's look at the jealousy round, round her other butt together. Large kryptonite in her mouth. Oh my god. The way she is dressed, I nearly shat my chicken girds. Oh god. My chicken girds, macaw, and hang. John Full Bass, Sally Lungs. Ooh, maybe I want to go to a Sally Lungs place. It's the right place of town. The Molly, uh, the she might want his. Yeah, but what are we gonna do about her? His wife. Oh, someone's gotta pay. A cop, a con artist. Over the grave, you're gonna go get attacked by a cat. Stalking sentinel chamber assist. Goats or doads. Don't touch lips. It's gonna sink your hips. That was that was clever. I like that. <laughs> what? How did that? What did that have to do with the film, sweetie? No, I I, I don't know. I just I'm reading what I wrote. That's all. Then, amantifying what? Oh, infantilizing. Whose nut seeds you're going to take away from? Whose, you know, balls? What? <laughs> he sucks like he poses downward. The swing peers cat aching like he's the best. Uh, cat acting like is the best acting. That is true. Surreal is in the Project P. Alice is scared. Cat fighting torn the ribbon. Alice thinks she is a cat person, but that's not wrong. That's right. Really strong Co consciousness. Very official, Doctor Judd. This isn't shizen time. If I was up to kiss this this pork man and forget them, your interest was only one. Please don't be the cat that that I think you are. You lean too late with make moments, make Alice, make woe. Only silence have heebie-jeebies. She's cradling my balls. Might take her in my cat association apple pyre is the best Oh, apple pie is the best pie. No responsibility, you cat divorced man and a sane person, gorgeous cinematography, sexual repression. Isn't that what this is all about? Sexual repression. Cat moron likes to drink, drink, drink all night. Oh my gosh, gonna get attacked by the kid, uh, by the cat kid. Quotient, there's only one question that remains. Did he 
consummate the marriage with the cat. Apparently, he didn't, according to my wife. Cat wagon gonna bite toes. I free. I need a drink. This is a weird movie. He's gone. So little, so soft. A broad fuck that cat. And then the struggle. Ooh, you got that cat attacked. It was a cat attacked. Does, oh, Dr. Judd definitely looks dead. Back of the garnish. Serena got in over her head, and now the cat's dead at the zoo. These have been notes out of context. The curse of the cat people. Now this is a completely this is different, very different, isn't very it? very different. This is not scary. I mean, it is. A, it's a bit creepy, but it is more again more of a more of a sad thing. But a very it's kind of a different track, different kind of tone yes. of a movie. I. Uh, that uh, so much innocence is in this young girl to want to believe know. in. Oh, I, I want friends. I want to be a good person. I want to be good to daddy. And daddy doesn't like me. He wants me to shut up because he's psychologically fucked up because of a cat lady he didn't have sex with. You know that's what happened. But she doesn't say that in the movie. But you know, the, it's it, it's an interesting. I had no idea where this is going. I had no idea yeah. where this is going. Did you? I mean, it, you've seen this before. Yes. Uh, this one before, so you knew where. This kind of this is uh, this is a wild. Yeah, this is it's a totally weird, different um, vibe. Yeah, very weird. What? Uh, where? When did you you saw it at the same time as Cat Person? Probably right. No, That's, no, it was randomly on when I was over at someone's house, and okay. we just watched it. Well, um, here's what else you could watch in March of 1944 because the movie came out in March 2nd of that year. So you could see movies like The Lights of Old Santa Fe. The Falcon Out West, Frontier Outlaws, Voice in the Wind, and there's a movie called Weird Woman. Oh, wonder what it's about. Screen's newest inner sanctum mystery, Weird Woman. She's weird, and she's a woman. Oh, Weird Woman. With Lon Chaney and Glenn and... Evelyn Anchors. Weird woman. All right. But, you know, those were the type of... I mean, there's also Shine on Harvest Moon, which is good. You know, there's uh, also coming out that month, Lady in the Death House. I've heard good things about that. Two-Man Submarine, Oklahoma Raiders. You know, your run-of-the-mill, like, westerns and, like, fucking boring goddamn... It, it didn't start... There are certain parts of the late 40s to early 50s where they were experimenting with genre. Mm -hmm. But there, but the, but a lot of these are not in... They are very much in their genre and very uh, feel very cookie-cutter. Just even these titles seem oh, yeah. pretty cookie-cutter. Like, see here, Private Hargrove. Shut the fuck up. Anyway... So those are the type of movies that you could see in March of uh, 1944. But let's get into the actual uh, movie. This is a sad piece of... Um, yeah. This is more about 
Yeah, a lot of weird psychological child abuse about like. Yeah, this is very psychological. It's yeah about a little girl who doesn't have a great relationship with her father. Yeah, because you know, and we're following Oliver, uh, character named Oliver Reed, is flat has remarried his co-worker Alice. What are you surprised? Oh my lord! You know, and now they have a. It's now been like let's say six. Yeah, at least six, because she's six years old. They have a six-year-old daughter named Amy, and they reside in Terrytown, New York. Ooh, yes. Terrytown. And uh, Oliver worries about Amy's extreme behavior. But it's not even I- extreme intro- introversion and pre- yes. predilection to fantasy, but that is bullshit because that's every kid. Every kid has some sort of creative out, you know, should, I mean, usually has a creative outlet in their own world when they don't have anybody else and they're all alone when they don't have a, you know, I was an, I'm an only kid or I was an only child and I, uh, yeah, and you do make up your own friends if you don't have any other friends around. It's really kind of sad how they kind of demonize her for just, you know, being creative and being happy and she seems to want to please her father so much but her father is too fucked up from you know falling in love with a cat lady in the previous movie it's just fucked up but um yeah and so uh, and the behavior supposedly reminds him of Irina but I don't see that I don't see how it can really remind her he's stuck on the whole like like telling yourself lies and believing them Okay. Well, then he needs to. Sh- she's. You gotta realize there are different contexts. You fuck. This is a six-year-old yeah, trying of all, to fucking. Arena was not lying. We found out that what she was saying and what she had believed were, was totally true. She was class, a supernatural so. cat trans woman. So there we go. Or yeah. So she was a trans cat. Trans cat. Yeah. Sorry. Trans cat woman. Um. And Amy is. A six-year-old with an imagination who's lonely. Yeah, and, and but we're all if we're saying that there's a cat person, there's all we're now saying with this sequel that there are now ghosts of cat uh, of said cat person. Yes, <laughs> which is what uh, is in this movie anyway. So she, they really want, and ma- uh, the madness drove her to uh, Irina's madness drove her to death. You, you know. That's that's rough. I I like. Yeah, that that's kind of that's kind of retconned. Yeah, it's not. It's it's kind of fun. Yeah, you're right. But uh, I I don't know. It just it were you expect? Uh, he's already a super damaged guy who was in a relation. Who's kind of also super selfish and not. Well, his realizing. life was too easy. Everything was always always went swell for him. So anytime he has any adversity, yeah, he doesn't want to handle it. The adversity of supposedly falling in lust with a cat lady and deciding to marry her, and having a cha- uh, a daughter who's you know a little bit different than you wish that she was. Yeah, like you want so her to be like some it. sort of kept or shut up woman or whatever the fuck. But yeah, I hope he doesn't want a six year old to be a kept woman. Or, yeah, I hope not too. But you know that he does spank her, so he's a fucking. He doesn't. He he doesn't. He doesn't understand his child, and he really, quote unquote, wants to. But he goes about it the worst ways. But um, 
And she really, uh, and at the urging of her parents, she tries to make friends, and she does not get any friends in return. It's really shitty how fucking other kids treat her. Yeah, but, you know, six-year-olds are jerks. I mean, they can be anyway. Yeah, they can be. And, you know, in front of a large house, where, uh, yeah, there's other children claim that that house was the house of a witch when it's just the house of an old actress who's, like, who just she's is even also creepy. more who's also super needy? Yeah, she's a bit creepy too. But she's saying that fucking wild story. So I mean, anyway. But uh, so uh, an elderly woman's be- uh, elderly woman's voice, you know, says, "Hey," it beckons Amy to go in there and you know check uh, check out what's going on. You know, check out to who I have something for you. And, uh, the woman drops a handkerchief and a ring. And, uh, you know, Amy being as imaginative thinks that the, it either believes, I don't know if this is true or I could be wrong, but either believes that the, uh, that the, was told that the ring was magic or somehow already believed. Uh, no, she was told by Edward. Yeah, that's right. Edward said it looked like a wishing ring from Jamaica. And oh, yeah, the do, yeah. And sorry. make a wish, the wish will come true. Yeah. Which harkens back to the whole birthday party incident. The uh, yeah, Edward tells him about uh, tells her about the r- uh, ring. Edward's in a great character. I like Edward. Yeah, he's very nice. It's, uh, is is uh, kind to uh, kind of kind of racist, but what are you gonna do? It was the forties. Oh, uh, portraying him as that. Yeah, yeah. To portray him that way, yeah. It's uh, well, I mean, there's no, there's nothing wrong with him. It's just like yeah, the the Jamaican dude is the. Uh, the housekeeper. Yeah, it's uh, and also uh, also for 1944, it seems kind of it seems kind of just even in 1940, I didn't I didn't know if that was the thing of rich people had the servants and made them dress up in a specific. I don't like I didn't like that at all. But you know that's what you do in to, to work. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I mean if you're doing that, well, sort if you're of cleaning, thing, you probably like don't want to wear your own clothes. No, I, you might I, get dirty. I guess not, but yeah. She begins at, at and at one point she begins frolicking outside, or frolicking as the wiki says, but she begins dancing outside with her imaginary friend. Yeah, the next day Amy goes back to the house to return the ring because and, her mother says she has to. Yeah, and is met inside by Barbara's. Ex- yeah, by Barbara's eccentric elderly mother, who, uh, yeah, who's the actress. Former state, yeah, the stage actress named Julia. So, um, that was, uh, Julia tells Amy that her real daughter is dead, which is a regular thing that keep, she keeps on bringing up, which is another psychological fucking sad thing to hear that your, that your, uh, that your mother or father knows, thinks that you're dead. And just does that type of shit. That would that would screw me up. I'm having, I I would have worries if they, I had to deal with that type of dementia. And it, she's really pleading. She keeps on pleading with her mother. Hey, it's me. Uh, throughout the movie, saying I'm a, it's your, it's I'm your daughter. Your daughter's not dead. You know. No, my daughter died at six, six years old. Who's, which is the same age as Amy. Yes. Julia tells Amy that her yeah, it's just Barbara's yeah, it's just it's just awful. And uh Amy try, uh, looks at is dramatic uh, on as Julia dramatically reenacts a uh, a story. What did you think of that story? 
the legend of Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, I they, mean, to do that as because a, for a child. Live, well, because, yeah, because they live in Terrytown. She's like, well, you live in Terrytown, you should know the most famous story from this town. Yeah, about Ichabod Crane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Washington Irving. Yeah, but this is, uh, and it's cut short when Edward says, hey, that's, that's enough. We're, we don't need, to, we can go home now. <laughs> we don't need to hear any more of this type of shit. And so, uh, s- s- uh she, uh, and Amy, uh, as Amy leaves, you know, they, they, the daughter and mother start to yell at each other. Just kind of sad about the entire thing. Is it? And I, I this is our sad story, Miranda. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Both of these families have um have dysfunction. Yeah, um, yeah. So, oh gosh, chat uh, and Julia keeps on saying, "You're an imposter. You're not real. You're not real. You're not my daughter. My daughter is dead." It's just, it's, it's so sad, and. and Amy that night has a night nightmare about the headless horseman, and uh, you know, is calmed, however, by the you know by the material pre- uh, uh, maternal presence of her quote unquote uh, friend. Babe, you know. did you skip the entire birthday party thing? Did you oh, to, I didn't did mean. You, did you want to talk about that at all? Yeah, we can. Sorry, I mean to skip that entire part. I just I, I think that's just a little bit important. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. About the, the development of. The Amy character and her. Oh, of course, yeah. Dad, sorry. Don't you think? Yeah, no, I th- I think so. Sorry, I skipped that. I just I, but yeah, but uh, yeah, we can talk. Oh, we can talk about the. Birth- Do you want to? I don't. I forgot about the. Can we? Uh, let me know about that. Could you let me know about that? Yes, I can let you know about. Thank you. Video. Sorry if I I blanked out for that moment. I or whatever. Or I don't remember that particular part. What when what, what was that? Well, because because that is basically kind of the catalyst for her going oh, to the yeah. old house in the first place. Well, I mean, at the very beginning, there's a field trip, and the kids are singing and they're playing cobbler cobbler, which seems like kind of like a duck duck goose, and you know, Amy is a daydreamer. Yeah. So when it's you know when she's it, she just kind of runs off and chases the butterfly. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this kind of just establishes what kind of character Amy is. And, you know, one of the little girls says, you know, we never have any fun with Amy. She spoils everything. And the teacher says, I'm sure she doesn't mean to. She's just different. Yeah. And then then a little bit later, she's chasing the butterfly, thinking the butterfly, you know, is her friend. And a boy says, oh, Amy, I'll get the butterfly for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, that's... I can't believe I fucking blanked out at that. Yes, and he does. And he hands it to her, and it's all crushed. And she basically is like, in, yeah, yeah. Instead of thinking, oh, you had good intentions, you were trying to help me catch it. It's like you literally murdered my friend and just clocks him in the face. Well, yeah. Okay, I can't believe I fucking forgot about that. That is that hurt me a lot. That was really rough to watch. He really meant well. He didn't mean any fucking frustration about. Yeah, that. he wasn't being mean at all. He he had very good intentions. And yeah, that that yeah that I can't believe I fucking. Forgot that part. That actually kind of shocked me. And yeah, you were me you were jumping all over the place. Um, so let's see. Then the parents go and talk to the teacher, and she says, "Oh, it's nothing to worry about. It was only a slap." It's like, okay, still not cool. Not cool. Yeah. Still not cool. Yeah. Very much no. Not a good thing to have. Have <laughs> hear about when you're you know so have then, your daughter. Yeah, yeah. The discussion with the parents and the teacher 
is, you know, his the dad, then we get a sense of, like, what his thoughts are toward Amy. He says things like, oh, she has too many fancies and not enough friends. And then the teacher is like, well, maybe the fault lies with you. Maybe you worry too much. Ding, ding, ding. This, ding, ding, yeah. Yeah, this this is a good teacher. This lady knows her shit. And also, you know that... Not about the slap. That was still not yeah, okay. not great. But, uh... But she has a sense of... Uh, she seems to have a sense of child psychology. You know, and her dad says things about her, like, um... About Amy, like, oh, she's too booty, too sickly. She could be Arena's child. That's what she was talking about. Yeah, which is, why are we being so shitty? To, there's no reason for any of this. And, and yeah, and then he says, you know, I know what can happen when people lie to themselves. And it's like, okay, but you did see the dead panther, and you, you said she never lied to you. Blah, blah, blah. You're full of shit. So, you're, yeah, you're either, they're either retconning some shit. Yeah, like you said, they're retconning mm -hmm. some shit. Or he's just willfully misremembering some shit Could just be. so just he so he can like I, I i like that idea psychologically and story-wise that he's more choosing to remember things a certain way so he can put some guilt off of himself or, or, or compartmentalize yeah or yeah put some you know off, yeah. uh, put a put some space between his mistakes with arena and uh what he should have done in the past like six Yes, yeah, so six years prior. The, the next day or so, it is now Amy's sixth birthday party. And, you know, the dad's saying, like, where is everybody? And and Alice, the mom, is is like, yeah, it's only, you know, a quarter after. You know, time, you know, times have changed. And it's like, okay, times have changed, so kids are always late to birthday parties now. Didn't quite get that, okay. but okay. But then we find out that why no one's there is no one got their invitations. Oh, yeah, because she put all of the invitations in the... She mailed them into what her dad told her a, few, a couple of years ago when she was three was a magical mailbox. And it's like, if adults tell you something... Again, I don't know why I jumped out off of this. I forgot about this. Go ahead. Yeah, if adult tells you something... At that age, you know, you don't you don't know any better, so you're going to assume they're telling it's you the real. truth. Because why... Why would you lie? Yeah, because why Yeah, why wouldn't it be? You're not going to get in trouble for telling me that that's not a mailbox. You know, there's no reason for you to tell me something yeah. that's not true. It just, it, it's really, it really pissed me off because that's, because, oh, the Santa thing is not, I mean, or that's real. What I said before is not real. I mean, like, how you're justifying that, you're already... So it's okay for you to lie to yeah. her for fun, yeah. but when she, according to you, lies to herself... Which is even... That's a problem. And, hey, that's not a lie. He, she's just being imaginative. Can't you just yeah. shut the fuck... God damn, And uh, apparently that story um, actually happened. Val Luton did that to hit for his... um With his uh, sister's birthday parties invitations. So nobody came to his sister's birthday party because he mailed him in a tree. So that, oh, that actually happened. It, like when he... Wow. When he, he was, was young, geez. Well, I would was, hope it was when he was not, like, not when he was like twenty eight or some yeah. bullshit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, it that that was it's so, so did, sad. She, so she she's fucked up about this stuff, psychologically yeah. already. But yeah, it, it, that'll fuck him up. That'll fuck you up. And then she she's she's bummed because she she wasn't fucking around. She really thought it was going to work. Yeah, which. I mean, yeah, I guess at that time you might mail them because parents were more in charge. Whenever you invited kids to your birthday party, didn't you just hand it out at school? I, 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 I handed most out at school. I was like, I, it, but I gave it to them. 
pers- uh, personally, I threw it on their desk be- right before class or something. Or yeah. if my parents knew their parents, I would make sure I would tell my parents to give them the invitation or whatever, or just make sure that their maybe, parents might knew yeah. my parents, and that's how usually it w- went. But I would just give, yeah, I'd mostly just give it, and then uh, if it was a big, big thing, they would have like it's at a yeah, they, it would be written down like a Chuck E. Cheese's or a homemade or like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle party where we all dress up at uh, the Michael Benson's home. You have to dress up as a character thing. That didn't go away, did it? But uh, stuff like oh, that. No, it didn't. <laughs> but uh, I wanted them to do like do weird shit to have like a like costume or weird stuff or like do like strange like party stuff when I was a, for my or strange like game stuff that was anyway. But yeah, uh, anyway. Anyway, enough of the talking about me and how cool I am. But um, the um, so she's all bummed out. She did not expect this at all. And she's like, okay, so there's not going to be a party. And then, you know, the um, one of her parents says, you know, it'll it'll be us, you, and Edward, and we'll have a party all on our own. All on our own. And so they, they bring her this massive cake. Yeah, it's a and big it, freaking thing. It is a huge cake. Speaking and she of... blows out the candles, and, you know, the dad's like, fucking Oliver is like, you know, blow out the candles, and your wish would come true. And, it, and it's just like, okay, didn't you just tell her that she dreams too much and believes too much in fantasy? More Either be a realist or let her do her thing. Bullshit. Fucking pick one. Consistency. You're just, gonna, you're just fuck with her fucking head. It, it, she, she's like, oh, but wishes don't come true. She's trying to be the realist her dad wants her to be. And then her dad says, well, certain wishes do. And it's like, yeah. dude, now you're just making shit up and you're going to confuse her. She's not going to know what to believe because she's fucking sick. Yeah. It's... Give this kid a break. And then punish. She keeps. He keeps on punishing her throughout the fucking thing. It's really awful. It's just really. And this poor cool thing. Much. This is this is pretty heartbreaking. When she's um, she's up in her room. She's telling her mom, you know, um, I, I you know I made a wish that I can you know I need a wish that I can make come true. I'll be just at, like Daddy wants me to be. I'll play with the other children and not be by myself. And it's like, but that's not that. You're wishing for someone else. You're wishing to change yourself for someone, someone else. else. That is a fucked up Not message. a good idea. It's not You're it's not gonna wishing make you for happy. something that's going to make you happy. Yeah. But that that just that just shows you that this little girl is a good little person. Yeah. And she a... wants to make other people happy, even at her own expense. Yeah. Ugh. It's really rough. This, to... this, yeah, this is this movie's deep. Dude. Hour this and is, seven minutes, baby. This is gnarly. Um it's the, the yeah these for being both being super short we're an hour and forty five minutes into the <laughs> into the pod talking about movies that were an hour and seventeen and an hour and ten anyway but the, it is really sad how fucked up they treat it's just it really made me very angry because it you're fucking with a girl's little girl's head at such a yeah. young age yeah. and you, she's gonna be she's gonna have some un. Some trauma that is gonna probably come out like, like ten years from now, from the end of this movie or whatever. Yeah. So then it's the next day, and she goes and she's trying to play with the other little girls in the neighborhood. And the thing is, they're pissed off at her because they're like, "You said you were gonna invite us to your birthday party, and your birthday passed, and we didn't get an invitation." And then Amy's just like, "Oh, but I did invite you." 
You know, she doesn't have the language to say, oh, it was a misunderstanding because I was lied to by my father and didn't know how the mail works. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> and yeah. neither do other six-year-olds know how the mail I mean, like, no, yeah. one, no one knows how the mail works. So, like, they're, ru- you know, the little girls are running away. Amy's trying to chase her. And one of the little shitheads literally says, like, ditched her, serves her right. Like, these kids are douches, <laughs> man. But that's in front of the old creepy witch house. Yeah. And, you know, they're like, ooh, this is a witch's house. This is some fucked up shit. So the little girls run away. But then Amy comes across and she's a, that's when she hears the Yeah, that's when she hears, yeah, sorry. I, we jumped over a huge amount of that shit. Sorry. But yeah, that's when she hears the, the voice of the, hello, here is the ring. Yes, and throws the hanky in the ring. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she, and, uh, yeah, she has, uh, the butler, yeah, tells her it was a wishing ring, and that's, that's nice. To yeah, that's a sweet thing. Edward's very nice to her. He's a, he's a good character. She actually, he actually wants the best for her, unlike her parents. And, uh, you know, Alice, who's playing the character of Alice, is trying to, I know we're not there, but she tries to freaking... She she wants the best for her daughter. She's she doesn't like that her Yeah, she's husband. much easier on her than yeah. Oliver is. On Oliver is. Although Edward, right. not that it's his fault or anything cuz he doesn't really have any kind of choice because it's his employer and everything. He is kind of reinforcing what Oliver wants a little bit. Oh, but yeah. You know when she goes home, she says, you know, the the other children wouldn't play with me and Edward's just like, "Oh, your father was pretty set on you playing with the other children." And it's just like she can't make that happen but, if they're going to be assholes uh, about it. Uh, and also who's probably thinking thinking in the back of his head about his own self-interest that he doesn't want to get fired. So he better try to encourage, you know, <clears throat> I'm not saying that yeah. that's right. I'm just saying that that's a possibility plus, plus of what the character the, might be thinking. Plus this. also the thing with Oliver is he he probably doesn't understand. He was a little boy and it's just like, oh, you see a group of little boys and be like, hey, I want to play and y'all play stickball or whatever they did back in the day. Yeah. Girls are, they're just, they're different. So he's not even understanding the, di- the dynamic the there. The dynamic of there. So it's like he's not even trying. The um, but he he kind of wants the best, but he is yeah. Like, he's like what was the? I know we're not really supposed to mention him anymore, but the Louis C.K. joke about like yeah, you know, a little boy will punch in your face, but like a little girl will shit in your soul. Yeah, yeah, that's a true thing, though. Just because yeah, but um, that that's that's very real. The um, yeah, it's the that's sad that she really just wants an imaginary friend. She really just wants to be connected to somebody. She wants to, she wants to, yeah, it's just, it really broke my heart as an only child. This really oh, fucking yeah. hit me a lot. A lot about the see, fucking parents that. and the fucking wanting to do things a certain way and trying to please your parents. It just, it hit me a lot of ways, especially as an only child, having no one else to no other brothers or sisters to play with, but yeah. But this you know. this is another another scene that shows what a generally good girl Amy is. Yeah, she's an honest person. So she, you know, goes to her father, and she's you were kind of freaked out by this. You're like, why is this six year old acting thirty? She just says, "Father, I have to tell you something. It's something about the other children." <laughs> You got that, yeah, it's got that uh, scary, evil, or just like very articulate feel to, uh, very intelligent beyond their 
years or whatever. But, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And, and and he's like, he's playing with, um, in his den or whatever room, um, playing with this, like, you know, ship replica, which oh, is yeah. still his vibe. Um, and he's just like, oh, when you're a good girl and play with the other children and not boat by yourself, you can get it. You can have... I can give you this. And it's like, oh, a little boat replica, the thing that every six-year-old little girl wants. Like, okay, fine. He is, he is so fucking out of touch with everything that goes... In the previous movie, he was out of touch. He yeah. fell in love with a cat woman and didn't fucking know how to fucking deal with it emotionally or whatever. And then in this, he's really fucking out of touch. He doesn't seem to... I mean, he, he seems like bewildered uh, like, ooh, we cannot hit, I could not hit my child. I know that's a ways down the line in the story, but like, ooh, I'm so surprised I could act with compassion. I didn't realize that. It's like you didn't realize. Yeah, it's, it's like he's just following the script of how life's supposed to be. And it's like, oh, okay, this person isn't normal, he, because but they're in my life. Exactly I need to, how I I'm need, Yeah, I need to make them a certain way or I can't handle this because everything's just gone swell for me always. Yeah. Um... But, you know, she's, again, she's totally honest, and she's she said that they wouldn't play with her because they're mad about the birthday party, and he's just like, oh, well, I don't blame them. And I'm like, fuck you, dude, oh my gosh. Also, one, if your daughter wants to be an introvert, just let her. Let her. Give just her books or something, you know, she'll, you know let her. Be herself, in, she'll get it. There's, there are things that she can learn to do. Give, give her an instrument. You know, if she wants to be on her own and imagine things, there are plenty of things she can do with that. Yeah. Um, and two, it's like, don't say that, like, oh, you made a mistake and they're pissed off at you for believing something that I told you. Well, I don't blame them for being, being pissed at you that you believed me when I told you bullshit. Like, what kind of logic is that? <laughs> it's some gaslighting with, abusive logic is what that it, it's shit is. So, it's so bizarre. It's so fucking weird. Why would, and why would you deliberately, he seems, he seems deliberately out of seems so out of touch i don't even know if he realizes how fucking cruel he's being i don't think he does i don't think he i don't think he has any freaking idea which is it's it's insane there's some i mean 2023 and all that but even morally with the fucking shit he's doing hey it's not it's you're not getting the results doing what you're doing you might want to try something else yeah so this was yeah this was written by dewitt bodine who is kind of a regular of Luton's. And um, a, a lot of this dynamic is apparently based off of Val Luton and his own daughter. Oh, well, that's not great. Jesus. Uh, yeah. We don't, uh, I don't know, I don't know specifically. That's not ideal. Them. You, and you want, and you're okay being, being the producer on this fucking thing? <laughs> and you're, you didn't run the, you didn't go through your own head, Val Luton, and realize, hey, do I really want to put that stuff out there? It's, uh, it's so weird. I don't ever want to be, you know, controlled like that. I think it would do horrendous things to my body. What? <sighs> I, 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 you know, you you try and do what your parents say, and then they say something different. Like, oh, there is no Santa Claus. I am Santa Claus. But a long time ago, there was an original Santa Claus. And let me, you know, screw with your head. And that Santa Claus was real. And then earlier on in the 1600s or the 1400s, there was, you know, a different Santa Claus. 
And we were like, oh my gosh, I guess that every time a Santa Claus dies, a new one gets, you know, put in the job. Like that movie, I believe, called The Santa Claus. But you're like, oh, is that is that the Santa Claus? It's, it, it, it is. And it's a different Santa Claus in different parts of the country, but it's also your father. So my problem with the Santa Claus thing is that never no one has gotten it consistent with, you know... Oh, some parents say Santa Claus, you know, in different countries. And Papa as, Noel? Yes, you know. the big. Uh, some people say a big fat commie, you know. That, that big fat guy who uh, wears red and believes in communism. He has a group of people. But I didn't like, you know, either say he's real and just have it, you know, and then say he's not. But don't say, you know, don't put too much of an elaborate scheme on things or things that he can check. That's why you shouldn't have like six-year-olds looking at the internet. Is because yeah, they can kids say, have Google now, man. They could say, "Ooh, Santa Claus real?" No, okay, Santa Claus is daddy. Okay, I'm gonna Google that shit. Actually, let's see. is Santa Claus real? We all. I want to see if Google's in on it. Well, we all do. We all do. Santa. According to historical records, Santa is real. Yes, thank Santa you. Santa is real in the sense he was an actual person, otherwise known as St. Nicholas. The story goes all the way back to the 3rd century. He was a monk who was born in 20 AD in modern-day Turkey. Okay, there you go. Great. There you go. And that he's been, he's been that fat fuck for that long, and he's real. That's a very kind of Ger- German-British version. Yeah. But he's real, apparently. He's not made up. He's not your mommy and daddy. Spending capitalist dollars on something plastic to make you feel some sort of joy so it could, you know, distract you from the terribleness of being a 19 late. Because if this is night, if this is six years have passed, so this is 1948. This if is 1944. No, I know, but in the story, oh, if we're, thinking, if we're saying that the you. first movie is 1942, then it's 1948. And. They are yes, I see. Just booming, whatever. But yeah, I, 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 yeah, and also they're in a ritzy part of upstate New York, of like Terrytown, or like, or enough. Uh, also, unfortunately, yeah, not a lot of other uh, characters of other, uh, you know, uh, ethnicities or anything like that. No, no diversity. Only white people. Well, there's and, Edward. And, yeah, and uh, and the butler. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Terrytown's in Westchester, so there Westchester, you go. Westchester, yeah. Well, wealthy, well-to-do. Yeah. My gosh, I guess being a engineer for Marines or a Marine engineer, you know, gets you plenty of bank in 1942 that you can. You know, well, I mean, hey, if they're both still working, which I don't think they are, but that's yeah, well, you know, that's a dual income. Well, it's oh, oh, but also, yeah, if they're both, or, I think you know, it's nineteen forty eight now or nineteen forty two going to nineteen. She had, yeah, Alice is she had the yeah exactly because it's nineteen forty yeah in nineteen forty. So there you go. So um, then she tell um, uh, Amy tells her dad about hearing a voice outside of the house. And he's just like, you know, I don't want to hear any other lies. But then when Alice comes in and says, well, did you hear her out? I mean, like, did you listen to what she was saying? No. And, well, she just, she just says, did you hear her out? And he's just kind of... Buh, duh, duh, duh. Uh, and she's just like, that no. means you didn't. Like, in your fucking face, Oliver, listen to people when they talk to you. Yeah. He, keep, and he don't keeps ju- on don't getting just make sh- Don't just be like, ah, I don't like this. I'm going to make up my own version and be pissed at you. 
Okay, okay. <laughs> you seem really angry. This guy, this guy pisses me off. He sucks. <laughs> he's not a good. Yeah, he's not a good person. Not even. Yeah, he doesn't treat anybody. He but, doesn't want to understand. Even, yeah, he doesn't. You're right. He doesn't want to understand. And even even Alice knows that. She doesn't push it as much as she could, though. Like, dude, get your head out of your ass. Okay. <laughs> just, just listen. You know. Get your head out of your ass and listen to your own daughter, who might be. You know, having an imaginary friend with your dead cat wife, your ex dead cat, your dead ex wife who's a cat, you know, who also was a cat. But uh, that, yeah, you you want to if you if your daughter is best friends with your dead cat wife who's now an apparition, you want to treat your daughter with some respect because you know the dead cat wife might come after you. I mean, if this was a different movie, but yeah, all right, fine. So, uh, I get, um, I don't know if it's later that day or the next day, Alice is, um, outside playing, and she turns her wishing ring and just says, I wish her a friend, which is heartbreaking. Yeah. Especially the way she does it. The, the little, who played Alice? The little actress in this, she's really good. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, Amy Or, uh, Amy, I mean. Uh, her name is Ann Carter. Yep. Died in 2014. Wow. Oh, okay, so At that seems like a pretty long, pretty long run. Yeah. That's cool. She's, uh, so, what was she in? Oh, she wasn't in a whole lot of things. Most, uh, mostly did stuff throughout the forties. Yeah. My oh, she she probably just moved on with her life from acting. You don't have to be a lifelong. Yeah, actor. she did. She was a she uh, taught attended Occidental College in Los Angeles nice. uh, after recovering from polio. Oh my! Okay, there you go. Uh, her acting good. earnings paid both for medical care and college education. And, uh, oh, good for her. And that she wanted to teach and have a family rather than return to acting. Totally fair. And just, and she thought that the uh, knew that the decision w- broke her mother's heart, who was so involved in her daughter's career and felt that she should have continued to act. So her mother was a stage mother, uh, which is insane. Well, I think a lot. Of, well, a lot of them were then, and a lot of them are now. Yeah. You know, yep. how many little kids are, like, badgering their parents, you know, get me an agent, take me on auditions, blah, blah, blah. Usually, a lot of times, the parent has to be... I'm kind of thankful you know, that my parents said no to that. I could have... I know. I bugged my, parent, my mom about it, too, but she wouldn't have known how to go about it. And I, my parents probably could have figured it out, but I think they deliberately wanted me to not. <laughs> yeah, my mom was afraid I'd get molested yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Turned out. Which yeah. I could have been turned out. Could have no, happened, just, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and uh, yeah, she was uh, was yeah. Anyway, she, she and her wi- her wish is granted. Yeah, and she just starts kind of you know bouncing around, running around um, the backyard, you know, having a good time like you do. Um, and then Edward makes mention like, oh, it looks like she's playing with another child. You know, this is the happiest I've seen her type of thing. So that's a little bit of foreshadowing. Um. And then she's upstairs talking to her mother, and her mom's like, well, where'd you get the ring? And she's like, oh, I got it from the, the house with the voice. And she's Which just, is not wrong. That's true. No, that's absolutely what happened. Um, and, you know, her mom's like, yeah, you shouldn't accept gifts from, gifts from strangers. Can lead to weirdness. Yeah. It, you know, especially if it's like an old man giving it to you. It's like, yeah. Yeah, 1944 that's... this was still a thing that you don't you know don't trust strangers with if they give you presents or shit like that so it's, I guess it's just like yeah, it thing. could lead to weirdness so good good advice on mom's part 
And she's like, you know, you have to return it. Mm-hmm. Which, Again. yeah, I can, I can see that she's trying to teach a lesson here. Um, if it were me, I'd have been like, yeah, okay, I'll say that I will, but I'm just going to keep it in a box and wear it when you're not around. Um, <laughs> but Amy no, is a better person than me. Yeah. She, um, because she wants... <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Says you. I never, I, I didn't know, we don't know what this character turns into. Uh, oh, that's true. <laughs> so, you know, the mom movie. tells Amy to take Edward to the house to return the ring, mm-hmm. which, is, which is reasonable. Yeah. So Amy wants, she, she knows she has to do this thing. She's not looking forward to it. She just wants to get it done. Edward is, he's fucking, he's fucking vac, he's vacuuming one of those model ships, isn't he? Is that what yeah, he's vacuuming? Yeah, he is. Yeah. It's a pretty modern vacuum, though, with a hose and everything. Yeah. Again, these guys are fucking wealthy. They yeah. lived on the Upper West Side, near the fucking park, enough to go to the oh, fucking place. Enough to this. Walk, and now they're the living in fucking Westchester. They are fucking, fucking wealthy, fucking one percenters. Wealthy, I mean, especially for... Well, I don't know if they're one percenters, but they're up there. Okay, they're the top ten percent. They're uppity tuppity. Um, and Amy just, she wants to do her chore... So she keeps turning off the vacuum, and Edward Edward is just like I. You know, he's very nice about it, but he's like I have to do my jo- my job, um, blah blah blah. And um, she she's like, well, mom told me that you have to take me to the house to return this ring, and he's like, well, you were there yesterday, just go again. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it matters who the house belongs to, and he didn't know, but he's just like, if you were already over there, I don't see why you can't go again. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many unknown rules about this shit. Go ahead, Marie. Yeah. So then she does knock on the door of the old creepy witch house. And the door is opened by Barbara. Yeah. Who is played by the same cat-looking lady from the first film. Yeah, Elizabeth Russell. Yes, Elizabeth Russell. And uh, that's 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 she gets great. more to do in this film. Not yeah, a whole rather lot, than more. saying I am a cat sister, cat sister, my sister. But uh, yeah, she, <laughs> Barbara's uh, yeah, that's and Is of she, co- of course, go ahead. No, go ahead. The uh, Barbara's uh, has a. Elderly mother who is a stage actress who is uh, sad. This is another sad the, character. I actually really I love this character. I like but, this um, character. Okay, yeah. so you know, uh, Barbara at first is a little wary because it's like, why is this random kid at my house? Yeah. And um, so Amy's just like, well, my mom told me to give this ring back to the lady who gave it to me. And Barbara holds out her hand. And Amy's just shakes her head and is like, you're not the lady. It's very good. Yeah. Very good. So they're roaming around the old house. We hear the old, an older lady laughing. And, you know, then Amy sits with Mrs. Farron, Mrs. Julia Farron, the old stage actress. Yeah. Who I, I fucking I love characters like this and I love this woman and I love her performance. I think this is great. She's uh, riffing she, on some early it's six years before before uh, Norma Desmond, yeah. Before Norma. I mean, I'm sure this was um, when did when did um, was it, what is it? Sweet Bird of Youth. When did that come out? So I, I think, believe I, I want to say that was the 50s or 63. Part of me wants to say 63 for some. Oh, the play though. Oh, the, the, I, play. The, the, oh. Film, the film was 62. The play okay, the play was 59. So I mean. 
the the aging oh, yeah. actress. You know, kind of the Miss Havisham sort of thing. Yeah. So that was already kind of a trope, but this is a, still a pretty early one for films. Yeah. But, you know, this lady is lousy with rocks. She looks fabulous. Yeah, it's great. She it, that has those kind of, I love those eyes that she has. And the way her eyes just, like, pop out. This very distinctive, you know, mesmerizing eyes in her fucking socket. Fucking knows how to put on a good story of that headless horseman stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. So, Miss, Mrs. Farron sits with Amy, and Amy says, you know, my mother says I have to give this ring back to you. And Mrs. Farron is like, give it back to me. No, you may not. Which I, which is great, which is the best answer, which is the correct answer. Yeah. It's like, no, it was a gift. I wanted you to have it. I'm not <laughs> taking it back. That's rude. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she serves tea. Oh, and that, yeah, that's when you, I guess, I guess you're really into this part. Mrs. Ferris starts talking shit about her not dead grown up daughter, daughter, Barbara. Yeah. That she's always spying on me. That woman is an imposter, a liar, and a cheat. A spy, yeah. It's really she's, awful. Yeah, she's like, oh, you live right here in Terrytown and don't know the legend of Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ed- Ed- Edward comes to retrieve it. We gotta get you out of here. This yeah. is fucking weird. This is, I, you're. It's funny, you said retrieve, I wrote collect. So it's pretty much, yeah, yeah that's what's going on here. But, uh, yeah, Amy, after Amy leaves, Barbara chastises Julia for the way she treats her. I'm your daughter! I am not, uh, your daughter isn't dead! You gotta stop treating me like crap, you know. Yeah, also, also, you know, Edward says, you know, you should never come here alone, and Amy's just like, but she's such a nice lady, and Edward's like, I don't want you coming alone. And there's um, a bit of talk when he speaks to Alice again about, well, it was the Farron house. And she's like, oh, I didn't know it was the Farron house. We can't send her over there. Yeah. So there's apparently talk in the neighborhood about crazy old Mrs. Farron yeah. and her creepy daughter. Yeah. Even though, for the most part, Mrs. Farron is fine, but Barbara, we see, it could go either way. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, yes, you know, Barbara's like, I'm your daughter, and Miss Farron's like, my daughter died when I was six. You're only the woman who takes care of me. You're an imposter, yeah. which is just cold as dry ice. Yeah, it's not great. Um, and she has a uh, nightmare about the Headless Horseman. Go ahead. Yeah, She does. She has a nightmare yeah. about the Headless Horseman. She's freaked out, so that was a little dramatic for her age. So she she's kind of whimpering upstairs, and like this kind of blew my mind. Is her parents are downstairs? We see them. They're playing cards with friends, and her mom's just like, "Oh wait, I thought I heard Amy crying. Guess not." And they just continue to play cards and you know um, have their fun, have their fun little party, which is like, "I thought I heard my kid crying. Oh, I guess it stopped. It's fine. I'm not even going to go check." Like, welcome to the 40s, people. Um, But she, Amy, is kind of distressed by her dream, which is understandable, being six and all. So she wishes for, on her, on her wishing ring, for her friend to come. And her friend does come. We do not see this friend, but we hear the friend sing her a French lullaby until she goes back to sleep, which is really sweet. It's really, really nice. But we all know this being the sequel, this has to have some sort of connection to the first one, so there we go. Well, I mean, we already, we do have Oliver and Alice, but I, yes, I agree with you, that has to have more of a connection, and that's when we find Amy looking through some of her folks' old stuff and finds an old picture of Irana. Yeah. 
Which is, uh, and they look, quote unquote, I don't, I don't know if they look happy together. They look like they're looking off into the fucking nowhere, or just off, uh, somewhere off of where the camera is. It's just, it's like getting them in like, it's like a port, like some sort of weird portrait, that, that picture, right? Or am I wrong? No, that? you're right. Yeah. Anyway. But, uh, oh, jeez. It's, uh, yeah, and so wanders outside where she is, you know, hi she hides the photograph and uh, doesn't want to do that. And then she goes out, uh, walks outside and is met by Arena's ghost. Am I right? Yes, yeah. she has taken the visual and applied it to her imaginary friend. Yeah, and, or or her imaginary friend was already, yeah. It was, al was already Arena's ghost. Hey, maybe. Yeah. She should be haunting these fuckers. Yeah, he's uh, on Christmas Eve. <laughs> well, I well, oh, okay, yeah. um, and and when they're outside, um, you know, um, Amy and Arena are talking, and Amy says, "You know, where do you come from?" And Arena's just like, "Oh, you wouldn't understand. I came, I come from great darkness and peace." So it's kind of it's very similar to the to the character. She's very kind of. Um, like cryptic and melancholy and that sort of thing, but that doesn't bother Amy at all because it, she's like the same vibe. Yeah. So Oliver did kind of have that, yeah. and I think that Amy just caught the vibe from the photo and applied it. Yeah. So it just works. That works, yeah. And you know, Arana says, "Oh, you must promise to never tell anyone about me." And um, oh yeah. So <laughs> Arana's Arana's ghost is um is starting a fire, doing some kind of witchcraft, and Amy's just like, nah, I'd rather play house instead. So this could have gone in the a couple way. of different directions, yeah. but it didn't. Yeah. But, it could uh, have gotten much darker. Yeah. But, um, so Arena's like, you know, being her imaginary friend, she pretty much has to do what Amy says. That is kind of the joy of the imaginary friend. Yeah. Is they only disagree with you when you want them to, and they pretty much have to do whatever you yeah, say. Yeah, because they're emotionally, yeah, they're quote-unquote spiritually or emotionally or like imaginarily connected to you in some sort of way. So. Well, no, they're just your creation and you control oh, them. Oh, yeah, exactly. But, you know, in this situation, it's not really her creation since it came from she, since she's a ghost. Well, she applied a visual to her no. own creation. Okay. Well, that that's my theory anyway. Yeah. Or what I'm going to go... So, yes, it's Christmas. Yeah, and she goes outside uh, during a family gathering, which is not going well. She's not happy with... I mean... Oh, yeah, Amy won't let any... Amy gets everyone a present. She gets, um... Mrs. Farron a present, she gets Arena a present, she gets her Wow, what a nice thing presents. to do, Jesus. Uh, yeah, she's just, she's a, love, a lovely, giving, caring child. child. Wow. And her dad should pick up on this more. Uh, and she spends her own money. Yeah. She, you know, she bought Mrs. Farron a ring that cost her 25 whole cents. Yeah. Which was probably kind of a lot to, that's probably a lot to a, a six-year-old. Child in 1940. Yeah, so that was probably like five, four, ten bucks. yeah. It's not, it's, and for a six-year-old six, to have... For a six-year-old, and I'm like, I'm going to use this $10 and yeah. and buy someone a present. That's that, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, okay, it's maybe not $10, even five. I, I'm i not going to look that up right now. Yeah. Um, oh, and then there's the, like, the frou-frou girl, um, because... Amy's so excited about the present open. She's kind of like you. She won't let anyone do it until it's Christmas time. And then this frou-frou girl is kind of like, um, oh... Well, you know, what did you get for Christmas? And she's like, well, I don't know yet. It's Christmas Eve. And she's just like, 
Oh, we open our presents on Christmas Eve. That's considered proper fucking Westchester County. Yeah, and, weird. And Amy just shoots back in, a, in like, she, she fucking slays as far as I'm concerned. She just goes, well, I guess we're not a very proper family. No, like, no. no. Sh- My no, father's yeah. still emotionally no fucked shame, up. No shade, no shade, and it's just like, bitch, that's not the way we do things. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and true. I'm not going to apologize for it. Okay. So the adults are singing carols, but oh yeah, Amy goes outside because she prefers Irena singing a French carol. So she leaves to give her her present. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah. It's nice to do. Which is like this cute little brooch with um shooting stars. I'm going to put it right on my, th- you know, that was Right, really right nice. on her cape. Yeah, she yeah. has, oh, she has one of those bitchin' hooded cape things. I love those. Yeah, it's great. It's wonderful. But, uh, yeah. Oh, and then Irena's like, I'll give th- I'll give you this as a gift. And she kind of makes a very sparkly winter wonderland that looks great in black and white. When she goes to drop off the ring f- for Julia and uh, Barbara gets so fucking pissed off that she wants to even kill Amy, which is insane. But I know that's a little bit down. But, yeah, she wanted to... Barbara wanted to kill Amy because he- she was somewhat jealous that about all of this connection that her mother and this little child are having, which is sad, but, uh... Yeah, yeah, no, that's right after, babe. Amy, and then Amy brings Mrs. Fair in her present. Yeah, and, uh... And, you know, Mrs. Farron's like, oh, I didn't get any other presents, and Amy's just like, well, what's that... What's that present right right there? You haven't opened that one yet. What's up with that? And uh, Mrs. Fair is just like, oh, it's from her, that woman. Yeah. And then she's, she's like, oh, you gave me a ring. This other ring I'm wearing was from the King of Spain. He gave it to me. But who needs this ring from the King of Spain? I'm going to put on, I'm going to replace it with your ring that you've given me out of friendship, which is just a lovely gesture. Yeah. I mean, this woman is probably delusional. She is wearing a shit ton of jewelry. But it, it's a lovely gesture for this child who needs... Adult support and connection, yes, absolutely. So, um, yeah, okay, what what happens next? There's a, uh, she even, she, Amy says to, uh, that she recognizes the, the photo, uh, Irina, uh, to all, uh, yes, to Oliver. Yeah, she says, Daddy, you know my friend too? And he's like, you don't know this woman, she died before you were born. Why do you call her your friend? And she's like, well, because she is my friend. Yeah. And, and, and then he's all he's all pissed off. He's and like, he, you made us think you forgot your dream world, but you've only been keeping it secret. Yeah, motherfucker. Time for abuse. Because that's how people work. It's yeah. like, I like this thing. I need this thing. It makes me happy. It helps me cope. You're giving me shit about it. Uh, I Yeah, sure. I'll pretend I gave it up for your benefit, but I'm yeah. not fucking doing it of if course. I need it for coping purposes. Mm-hmm. That's true. I just, uh, and then he go and spanks her, hits her, and fucking, that was, that's, you don't need to fucking do that. Well, he, well, they, at, at, before, at, before they, that happens, I believe, he, um, they, they're out in the garden, which is usually where she meets Arena, and, you know, uh, Oliver's trying to convince her that she's not there, and Amy's just like, yeah, but, but I see her, she's there. You know, she, it's it's her imagination. That is where she meets Serena. That's her association. Yeah. So she is telling her truth. Yeah. It might not be the truth, but it's her truth. And <laughs> it's her trail. It, it is. is. It is. And Oliver's like, if you insist that she's there, I'm going to have to punish you. And which, she does. Which Amy could 
totally take this opportunity to, to instead of telling her charges. truth, to tell her lie and avoid punishment. But she can't. She can't do it. She's just an honest person. And it's like let the freaking kid have an imaginary friend. And she's like, yeah, I I see Arena. I like I'm not gonna bullshit you, Dad. Even if I know I'm gonna get punished, I have to tell you my truth. Okay, that's true. So and the teacher's over, and he's and like. Alice is. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm all. I'm all. What, what arms is with a, you? Arms Jesus akimbo. Christ. Arms akimbo. Ugh, I'm emotionally excited. I, I, yes, this I am. Last third of the movie. Excited. Mm. And for some reason, um. Hands on hips. Yes, hands on hips. Akimbo <laughs> is a fun word to say. Um, <laughs> Amy's teacher is at their home, um, and. Alice is not cool with the with this whole spanking thing, which you know it's like if if, if you got if you got it irksome feeling, there's a reason for it. But then the teacher says, "Oh, it's best not to interfere." <laughs> and it's like, yeah, don't interfere while he's totally unnecessary unnecessarily psychologically abusing your daughter. Don't interfere with that. And then she tells her that, like, well, you know the. The teacher says to the mother, well, the first spanking, it's an important occasion. No, yeah. What in the actual Yeah, that's spanking? I wrote that down. I remember they're writing that down. What, what else do you remember writing down, baby? I will find out a little bit later. But yeah, it's it's um it's it's really sad. She's cry she's crying in a room after all of this shit, and it's it's hard to fucking deal. With. It's hard to fucking deal with. She's you know, and she's visited by Arena uh, while she's crying. Am I right or am I? Well, what I um what I remember before that is the teacher kind of trying to talk some sense yeah. into the parents. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was afterwards. Oh, you know, it, it might it might be because uh, he doesn't realize that oh, okay. until he fucking it cross cross cuts. What? Yeah, you're right. It cross it. That's yeah. It cross cuts. You're right. Through that, and that's why we get the thing where like, hey, maybe for the te- strangely enough the. Uh, the teacher's not. Uh, I guess the che- teacher has her eyes open af- only after he hit her, <laughs> abused her, uh, I, abused her physically. I, you know, I can't, weird. I can't, I can't, ex- I can't explain this exactly. Yeah. It's just it might be when that once the teacher actually starts talking to Oliver that she's like, oh, this dude is just not getting it because she brings up you know the um the Stevenson poem. When children are playing on the green, in comes a playmate that can't be seen. So the concept of an imaginary friend had been around for quite a while before this. But then Oliver is like an asshole, and he's like, well, this is different. It's worse. And this is the thing. He's like, I lived through something like this before. She told lies to herself and believed them. She killed a man and then killed herself. First of all, That's not bullshit. what fucking happened. Not what fucking happened. Second of all... Okay, so you're an adult who's traumatized by this thing that happened six years ago. What a fucking dickhead. So you're traumatizing your child because you can't reconcile your own shit with your and also not and not take it out uh, and not yeah your dead ex cat wife. You're the one who needs therapy. Yeah, yeah, he he really does. And and also okay yeah fine she killed Doctor Judd because he was being a creeper, <laughs> but she did she killed okay I guess technically she killed herself by letting the other panther free knowing the other panther would attack. Was gonna knock her out already? Okay so fine that was a self sacrifice. Give her a break she was she was living in misery. She just got knocked out knocked the fuck out she didn't want to die she didn't want to get knocked out by the other panther or at least I don't she think so. She just had to let it go for some for reason some I'm not sure I'm not sure so why. Be free so she could let. Herself be free. Oh, that's okay. A, that's a, that's an interesting theory. That's a that's a possibility. I I really wanted I I 
I really don't like where this movie ends up because it's it's so cruel to children. It's not it's not great. I'm not happy about it at all. And not me. Let me wag my fucking finger and say what the fuck's going on. It's not cool to do that. If you are pretty uh you know are pretty absent minded when it comes to your child and just because you don't, you know, act the way you want her to act doesn't mean you can say, Hey, time for the back of my hand on your bottom. No, that's not cool. You don't want to do that. The back of my hand on your bottom because not I don't cool. know how to deal with things psychologically or emotionally in my own fucking way, so violence is the answer is yeah. what his fucking conclusion is. Anyway, so she... Uh, and uh, she is visited... But, yeah, Amy is visited by Irina and tells her that she must depart, explaining that it, she is interfering with Amy's relationship with her father. Yeah, she says, you know, you brought me into being, now you must send me away. Yes. Amy begs Irina to stay, but she disappears. There's also another crosscut with the teacher who mentions a book, um, which is a real book, called The Inner Life of Childhood, and she's just... She's trying to fucking explain this in the plainest way possible. She says, children that are unhappy and frustrated, they invent companions. And then Oliver straight up says, I find that hard to believe. Well, what the fuck is wrong with you, homeboy? Really, homeboy. You, you have never heard of an imaginary friend. You have no concept. You never played yeah, any he's level a... of pretend when you were But you, can st- you, you, you can't wrap your head around that. But you can wrap your head around having lust for a fucking cat woman. Yeah, what the fuck, bro? This doesn't make any sense. Like, oh, and then she killed herself. That's what I want to rationalize. I don't want to think that it was yeah. a supernatural thing. There are ghost cat women visiting your daughter who you also, who is, it, it, you are in a relationship with this cat woman, yet you don't want to believe that imaginary friends are real. Do you believe in Jesus? That's fucking weird. You know, there's a guy in the sky, but okay, yeah, imaginary friends. That's 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 a that's a bridge too fucking far. But yeah, I still. But again, her teacher says that her imaginary friend will vanish as soon as her hunger for friendship is filled by an actual person. Yes, but again, like I said, I believe that that ghost cat is person is real. All right, it's that it, it is it, it be it. Is I guess that might be it. Ghosts become imaginary friends when there's nothing else to fucking do. I think that's what Casper's about. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but that was, I, I guess. Yeah, they can. I don't know if that if she pretends that. But that's another. We got to rewatch that with something disturbing so we can get a light. I've never seen that film. You've never seen Casper also, with uh, Richie? No, Jeez. it just didn't appeal to me. Well, we're going to watch something. But also, uh, the concept of Casper, you know, that was a comic book. That was stemming from, like, maybe the 30s or 40s. Oh, so it's one of, the, one of the bills is in it. I forgot if, if it's either Pullman. Paxton or Pullman. And that sounds like something Pullman would be in, not Paxton. Yeah. Paxton's a little bit more hard, uh, yeah, yeah, rough yeah. edge. Yeah, he is more rough edge. That's exactly, I couldn't think of the term, but that, yeah. that is exactly correct. So she just fucking... <laughs> she fucking bails her house. It's a snowstorm. She she just goes missing. She runs away into a snowstorm. And she doesn't know what to fucking do. She Her best her best imaginary ghost the, the cat friend is, de- is gone. Is gone. 
And, uh, you know, she gets caught in a blip. It's just so fucking awful. And Oliver and Alice finally say, oh my gosh, she's gone. Oh, yeah, well, maybe I shouldn't have been a fucking prick to her. Yeah, totally. Um, she She's going, I believe, to try and find Arana. She doesn't want to let her go. She can't handle this, you know, mentally as a child. So it's like, she says she's going to go. She must be outside because that's where... Gone is, so I'm going to also go outside. It's <laughs> where gone is. <laughs> that makes all Where sense. is gone? That's where gone is. Um, and at one point, Amy, she she's kind of under something, and she remembers the Headless Horseman story again, so we kind of hear this thrumping. Yeah, le- yeah. Le- as if it's... Clopping, um, clop out, Yes, yes, clip-clopping as if it's horses' hooves. And then it's kind of cool, it's kind of a cool... Um, you know the thing where you circle back? Yeah, uh, uh, rewind? No. Uh, circle. Back. <laughs> what? You uh, know the joke thing where it, where it's like, it's a callback. It's a callback. Oh, callback, yes, okay. okay. Uh, so there's a callback, so we think they're like, it's going to be some gnarly oh, horse, yeah. horseman thing. And it's, and it's just it's just a car with like kind of a fucked up tire, so it's sort of Luton's car instead of Luton's bus, so yeah. it's a callback to the kind of that's that, nice. um, yeah. that technique. Um, or at least that's how I interpret it. I could yeah. be totally wrong. Um, and then we, we see Julia and Barbara again, and Julia is being, yeah, again, being very Norma Desmond. She's like, oh, I don't hate the storm, it blows beyond me. My, you know, and she tells her, oh, my Barbara was killed. And Barbara's just like, no, you are out of your mind. I Julia. am alive. And I Julia, am your daughter. Yeah, Julia's like, oh, everything you say is a lie. Barbara's just like, this is where that point comes. She's like, oh, you're always worse when that little girl's around. If she comes back, I'll kill her. So she's jealous. She said that earlier, yeah, with that thing. Yeah, that's insane. It is scary how fucking fucked up it gets. So she, um, she eventually, she finds shelter in the Farron home. Amy finds shelter in the Farron home. Yeah, she makes her way there. And, uh, you know, Julia takes her in, but it tends to hide her upstairs well, the, well, there's also there's a search party with. with oh yeah, they're dogs starting to actually thing. give a fuck. And, about yeah, and, their and Oliver's like, "Oh, it'll be my fault." If we yeah, find her, I'll it will. I'll believe her and I'll trust her. Yeah. Uh, well, you know that could have happened fucking yesterday, and this wouldn't be a thing, bro. Okay, yeah, I agree. Wouldn't have been a thing, bro. I I don't like how that. Uh, I don't like any of this, but a panic. She, uh, gosh. Julia suffers a heart attack in the fucking place, which is insane. Yeah, yeah, she's trying to hide Amy from Barbara because she knows something bad might happen. She just fucking dies. Yeah, while climbing the stairs. It's just fucking sad. I know, I know, it's terrible. And then Barbara finds her mother dead and finds Amy there, and she's just like, even my mother's last moment you've stolen from me. Not the fucking kid's fault. No, of course. Now you're fucking projecting more fucking shit. Also, if you weren't acting crazy... Julia wouldn't have been trying to hide her in the first place. They would have been chilling on the couch. She'd still be alive. Yeah. And y'all could have had Coco. Yeah. And so, and frightened, you know, Amy kind of says, okay, I need, Irina is, puts Irina's idea on on uh, fucking Barbara's. She, yeah, she kind of projects her visage onto Barbara because she's, yeah. she's, she's disassociating. She's using her coping she's mechanism. She's freaked out. And yeah. Especially since Which, this is actually, Barbara's this is so smart. And very, dis- more disturbing than I was expecting. Yeah. I had no idea. 
this is the part I had no idea where this movie was going. I had no idea that this was going to turn this way. That we're going to get like a a daughter trying to kill another young person. Also, also I mean, in, in the forties, I mean, there are you know, I have blind spots, but the, a child using a coping mechanism yeah. to visualize something, yeah, for psychological purposes, like man, that is that that's is deep cool. and layered. I, yeah. I, if anybody knows of anything else out there that's kind of like this, yeah, please recommend. We're yeah, happy to yeah, watch our, some more. Go to our Insta or yeah. whatever Michael puts yeah. in the bumper, and please let me know. Yeah, certainly will. Yeah, go uh, go our Insta. Yeah, that sounds right. Amy embraces. This is so sad. Amy it, it embraces is. what she believes to be Irina. She be- thinks it's Irina, so she wants to give her a hug. Yes, and it's so. And uh, this and this screws with Barbara's head that she kind of says, I was going to kill you, and now I'm not. I, uh, you're hugging me. Yeah, she, you're she, showing me care and love. She, yes, because she is a I'm sweet freaked little out girl about this. that didn't do anything on purpose to you. It's totally not her fault. Your mom had dementia and is now dead. And so she like she kind of starts. She kind of starts to strangle her, but then she's like, "I can't fucking do this. This this I, that would be insane." So she kind of hugs her back a little bit, and that's when the door blows open and the search party with the sniffer dogs show up at the house. You know, on the on the trail. On uh, the trail. Yes. The and they finally trail. get there. Oh, we're all so happy. Oh, that's nice. And Oliver says, Amy, from now on, you and I are going to be friends. Yay! I'm friends with my abusive father who uh, who was lusting after a cat woman six years ago. Whoopee! Now the cat woman well, is I my think friend. Well, I think the con- I think the conceit is that it's like, oh, I'm going to see you as an actual person Yay. and not a small extension of myself. Yay! That's 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 what you want. Woo. But then Amy does still see Irena in the garden. God damn it! Yeah. Because because she, you know, her imagination isn't going to go away. You know, everything isn't perfect. You know, or her coping mechanisms take a while to get out of yeah as we learn new coping mechanisms but here oliver actually lies and says that he sees her too actually theoretically he might see her too since he knew her yeah and he might just be like if you're willing to believe the ghost is real it's real you know then then they both see the ghost both smile and they both say Oh, we love you, bye-bye. And she vanishes. vanishes. It's a, it's a nice effect. Nice it's very well done. Yeah. That is really well done. That Both the uh, putting Irina's face, on, uh, whole body on Barbara's body and making that real, that was impressive for I mean, 1944. Knowing they, had, knowing they had and, to do that completely on film. And the, f- or and, or in, or in and the fade away from looking that. It, that's also very, very impressive in 1944. Were those on film or were those in camera effects? But... I, I'm not sure. Let me see this here because the um, the production. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. It'd I would. I would want to say they're on film, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I could be on film. Let me find out what the um. But uh, yeah, it's not really. But it look it looks really great. Sag. It looks awesome. It looked awesome. I'm not seeing anything on so it. So yeah. what are you, what are what are your thoughts on this film as a whole? Because I knew I, I'm like okay, people know what cat people is. I had seen this and I, I this was years ago and I didn't know what to expect and I'm just like oh this is not at 
all even remotely what I thought a film called Curse of the Cat People was going to be like. This is a lot, a lot more than what I thought it would be. So I wanted to show it to you because I knew it would speak to you in certain ways. I like, I like and it I a lot. I knew you wouldn't expect it. Yeah, I like Especially it a lot. It's very it. sad because I really, I was an only child. I was emotionally resonated with a lot of this fucking shit especially by generic friend i had a couple imaginary friends that was nice i was and this is something that they did in b movies a lot is that they gave the title first and then if it may if your original made enough money you know it'll give you the title or the idea for a sequel afterwards and you can make up whatever story as long as it has something to do with cat people or at least as long as it has something to do with the original. That was going along around a yeah, lot that, during that, the 1940s and 1950s. Yeah, that is, absolute, yeah, that is absolutely, what ha- absolutely what happened. Cat people was a big moneymaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Val Luton, he wanted to change the title yeah. to Amy and Her Friend because it makes more sense, really. Rather than Curse of the Cat People. Wait, which is, which is like, uh, what the fuck? Yeah, well, there's, there's no, no cat people. I mean, the curse, no really the curse, curse could be generational trauma. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, the general generational trauma of the cat people, that's not, that that's doesn't the, work. That's very complex. Also, also, that's a completely different movie. That That's a historical cat uh woman movie about like cat people coming to love about oh so that's like sleep like walkers. curse of the yeah or like curse of the cat people the uh that, yeah or the uh or, sleepwalkers that's sleepwalkers or yeah the tr- the generational trauma of the cat of the cat people that's yeah <laughs> that's, that's a terrible title yeah but that's why you have that that's a war movie it's a general generation yeah generalized but archaea was like no the term cat, cat people, people that's what it's got to be, yeah. you fucking freak. Alrighty. But, um, A.B., yeah, The Inner World of Childhood is an actual book written by American psychologist Francis Wicks yes. and published in 1927. Uh, Carl Jung admired the book and in 1931 wrote an introduction to it, which is interesting. Oh, Luton uh, also grew up not far from Terrytown where it's at. As the oh yeah the painting in the Reed House which is described as Arena's favorite piece of yeah, art is the portrait of the Manuel Osorio Marquis of by Goya yes I like I like I like Goya Goya's stuff. yeah yeah Goya's stuff is pretty pretty awesome it's anyway gnarly. this is uh, but yeah I I really liked it a lot I think it's a much I think it's a better movie than yeah Cat you know I, I much more I layered agree. much more interesting I agree a lot have a lot agree. more going on okay. And now for not a horror my, film, but a good film. Yeah, no, just um, yeah, better. I'd say a little bit better than Cat People, but yeah. All right, here we go. Here is um, the segment uh, notes out of context. Hey, you- okay, well, you're gonna something bad might happen to me. Uh, what it might happen to me? I'll just look at you disappointedly. I don't. That's that's. I've dealt with that. That's that's not as scary as. You might think it is, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I I actually enjoy her uh, smoky disposition when when a when the love of your life looks at you with smoldering romantic disdain. You know that you have picked a woman that will you know do nearly anything for you. Uh, will you know understand you in ways that. You will never thought that you would understand yourself. Um, my wife is doing something, but we're not going to talk about it. But we're just going to listen to me because I'm important and I'm cis white. Cis white? Cis white. 
I married her, and that was my choice. And, oh, it was our choice. That's what I say out loud when she's in the room. Saying it was our choice to get married. She agreed as well, is what I keep telling my parents' friends at parties, is that she still enjoys hanging out with me, and that's very wonderful. Okay. This is a uh, section where I um, read notes out of context that I wrote down uh, very poorly. I will read them very poorly because they look like chicken scratch. I will do my best to make sure they sound like actual words and because they are actual words. These interpretations are definitely my fault and no one else's fault. I have been told that they have made, me, made others go insane. Here they are. Here it is, the segment, Notes Out of Context. Notes Out of Context. Okay, there's Notes Out of Context. Here we go. Sir, Sir Lardass Butter. <laughs> okay, great start. You're, uh... A beta cats, rabbit, more kill that strategy. Kindergarten ass young people with the hog ties. Madam, those noises out the door make you seem like a loony. Don't let it hit you on your butt. Honest Lennon never did anything terrible to her friends. Only a shop. Mar Marinus, it wars not. Dishonesty, but a child is a bit of an acker. Resent, that is something that she feels with the, with that uh, burning in her eyes. Moody, you also think too moody. Yeah, that's it. That's what I meant to say, moody. The Smurfs, it's going to come here and show me a dead cat. I have changed when it comes to birthday parties. It's Ernest went up my urethra. <laughs> I magic mute box grow the fuck up, you six-year-old. Very large cake and more he's by your sis what? Oh, he's a sylph, uh, very large cake, and more. He's by your eating what a wealthy, privileged man looks like. He's going to give you that conflict, the conflict of uh, the conflicting information that's going to drive your child to behave in unusual, now fucking awful ways, you stupid asshole. Get over yourself, yonder deer. Call it the parfait wife. I have enraptured misogyny and made it my own. Be a butter gum, man. No draft? Oh my gosh. He was counting to four, and now the scrape Louie cut cures out the garden. Creepy lady in the house? I'm up for it. No reason to ever 
look into that point where you get a friend. They're all scary. At an insight, ooh, Mandy's ring make you feel so good. You look good and a lot of daddies will make you feel stupid. Make you feel like a weirdo. Building that mini bar for your daughter is not going to help. And wine to control her, that's also not going to help. She's going to end up an alcoholic and I want to kill your fucking face, you <laughs> dumbass. Old man, you tried to have sex with a cat. But you couldn't do it. You couldn't jizz inside of a cat. You're, it's discriminating to be that way towards your child. What a jump. What a jump there. Uh, unfair. I'm not hating you because you're a fucking loser. Dad's a real fucking dick turd. Sturdy dick turd up my asshole. Looking at that French roll, maybe it needs to be put in to his dick hole. That has, that guy is really mean to his child and I am not of the opinion that should be okay. It's goddamn wrong and it's bad poontang. Yeah, yeah. Did you usher your your Biff's butthole from strangers or are you a no-no man? Must keep it true. Passed up workers, gung-ho alone. Quentin definitely fuck. what? Oh, shit, what? Quite definitely for a child. Door opened unanimously. Sit over there, company body, going down the steps. It's wild dogs, unlike the wild hogs that is your poop. That lookout, the today with an icon's empty erection, that old lady doesn't know how to deal with it. Maybe he, she will deal with an open, dumb erection a little bit later on. Most 40, what? a stranger... Oh, then... F then fucking a stranger, Golden Days? That doesn't make any sense. T, I love for strangers to have that red hair and the clitoris, the curse. Why do I want to eat the and defecate on Drake? What? No, that's weird. Don't do that. It's Terrytown. Terrytown is not a place where I want to defecate on Drake. Why did I write this down? Never a quiet moment. The bitter servant should be in the telling this story for a six-year-old. Galloping goodbye, that old heart lady doors peaked or is it your prom date what a weirdo you are the the apostle of pasta oh yeah you are a no you are a plate of you are a plate of pasta that's what i meant to say you are a plate of pasta i remember writing that down uh a pasta uh, what does it mean i it, it, i miss i misheard something on the tv and uh, i misheard a dialogue reading and i thought it he said, play to pasta. A play to pasta. And I would not like being taken care of by the pelican pasta man. Headless, <laughs> headless horseman drains in hell. Alice is warned for a split second. My daddy's first seed is caressing within. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, shit, that's not good. Where did you go? Mathressing a fontaine, a fandu. I've got a... I got a fondue. Violent cards with your dead frost first wife is dog shit. A lullaby to your kid. It's not going to work out, Arena. Arena was a patsy. A patsy. Oh my gosh. Just like Oswald. Sunning. Sunning. And it went to a new day. Destroy the merriment of your dead wife. She's fucked. 
she fucked a cat, and so did, and and now you want to fuck the cat, and you're still thinking about fucking a cat. Now you're trying to trash it down, and you're trying to be a trans species hater, cat, a trans species cat woman tr- uh, uh, made you feel weird, and now you don't know how to deal with it, so you're being mean to your daughter. Where's those fine pictures of the dead cat woman? Oh my gosh, they're bonding. They, like, just like that of a cat and a woman. The cat woman that is a ghost, she's bonding with your child, who is also a witch. And then the witch, she knows all about dollies. Dollies can be controlled by witches. Witches are bitches. Oh my gosh, Christmas, I stole it all. It came from a cat woman. Hearts of gold hung that week. Sharon Christine, uh, Christina is a time. Christmas is a time to get Miss to, uh, to get Miss Plummet uh, a new bender. Oh my God! What the fuck? That lot that that little girl is full of shit. She has a lot of poop in her body, and she is also lying about presents to Amy. Sad Amy. Wake up, Shepherd. Looks like life doesn't want to have you get you a balance, or else to go into the Christmas. Giving a present to the post. Did Catwoman begin to apprehend rent from other people in the area? I look like an angel in my own black suit and old English posterior. You sit there, fat daughter, going that shot age of sharp-fitting lattes. Delusioned and dementia, llama of Desmond shit. Guess who's a six? Ew. Love the smell of crutches in the morning. I love... She died before you were born. That means she plays with me in the garden. Still has a beating heart for that ghost pussy cat. I don't want to throw you a ment- throw you into a mental hospital. I just want to be your quote-unquote friend. Success gonna get you slapped on the fancy butt. Best to leave him out of the out of the humbone where lust uh, where where lusty likes to get Abused. What the fuck is going on here? Your daughter. Important accusations hit your child. And everyone wants to fuck the decent wife? Everyone wants to fight, fight the decent wife. Uh, what a world. Starry, it's the ghost of woman's cheetles. I charmed her with my tardiness. She didn't kill herself. Catwoman not going... To heaven. Are we saying that trans species cat people, when they become ghosts, can't get into a real heaven? You're talking nonsense, Michael. You still don't find it hard to believe that this is not going to go about it the right way. Not hurting Chubby out of your... uh, Not hearing Chub out of your kid's ass. What? It isn't a psychodrama incest marrying calm drone and kill yourself to trucking you fucking loser you don't need your fu- your friendship with your daughter you should just move on as a man because you hit her and she can weep by 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 
bye-bye my weeping is going. Fucks! He's got an ick, bad, no, snow, but all about the demons. It blows beyond me. Now was out of your cervix, mud. Bitter. Your rear pulled up a six-year-old. Not cool. It is your fault, you fucking abuser. Wake the fuck up, girls. Is she actually glazed like a donut? No. She didn't get glazed like a donut. Is the ring that's any a, that Amy gets is actually magic? That's a question. <sighs> Going at the stars, baby. Who's gonna bust that head down? We uh, uh, Ver stares. She thought Amy, Amy killed her mother. Come help her, imaginary Mur Murphy power. <sighs> Regrets, straying. No. Need to go into the other room. Believe women when they talk about their... Uh, when they talk about their dead cat friends. Yeah. Their dead cat woman friends. Yeah. Yeah, believe women when they talk about their uh, imaginary friends. Cat ghost. <laughs> All right, that was... <laughs> that that was, was something. That was, um, that was a little wild. I hope it... Uh, I hope those wonderful words gave you disturbing images so you can sleep interesting at night. There's a lot about dicks and turds. Yeah, but, you know, never and together. And dick turds. Well, except, yeah, one time together. Um, this has been uh, Top Notch Nonsense. I'm Michael. And I'm Miranda. Bye-bye. Toodles. Thank you for listening to Top Notch Nonsense. I'm Michael Benson. Uh, you can contact us at topnotchnonsensepod at gmail.com if you have anything you want to say. Or if you want to contact me, you can at me at mjbcomedy on, on the Twitter and on the Instagram. And if you really want to connect with me as well, if you're on the TikTok, uh, Top Notch Nonsense Pod on TikTok. Thank you so much for... Uh, uh, listening. Next week, we'll be talking about two Bergman movies. Really scary. Hour of the Wolf and Shame. Underrated and unusual. Alright, thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>